You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 21 of the Corpse Cast Podcast. I'm Mike. What? And you know who I got over here there who? looking at me soulfully with those blue eyes? Who that? Who that? Shane Diablo. What's up, my man? Hi, everybody. Oh, dude. It's been a week. I've had a good week, though, so this is good. We're, is we're it going better good. than last week? I don't know if it could have got much worse than last week ever, yeah. but I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm raring to go this week, man. Yeah. Uh, a couple things. Um one of the reasons why uh, I'm so stoked, okay, is because Shane and I, people, again, Ooh. I'm gonna pull back the pull back the curtains. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you into the how the corpse cast works. You okay, keep pulling back the curtain. Pretty let, soon, the curtain's gonna be like fully exposed. It'll be let like let me tell you to... something. I want people to understand who we are. You know, yeah. I, I've got nothing to hide. Okay, well, that makes sense. All right, I like that. We just uh, we just worked on our super secret project and uh, went swimmingly. Yes, I said the word swimmingly. Yes. Okay. It's a, so, it's a good word for what we just <laughs> did. So I'm totally stoked about it, and I'm I'm kind of riding that high right now. And no, people, it's not gay porno series. Or like, is uh, it? Or is it? Uh, all, all I'm going to say, let, let's give a little hint okay. right now. Shall, okay. shall we give a hint? Um, I need everybody to go out right now and buy a Roku box. Ooh. Ooh. What? Did, I, did that just come out? Is that a spoiler? What is Roku? <laughs> Roku, Roku. That we don't want to explain it. We don't want to give too much away right now. It's too. It's too early in the process. All right. Yes. It's too early in the process. Everybody, go out, get your Roku boxes. Um, but that's all we're gonna say about it right now. Wow, that's sweet. So, how you doing, my man? I'm doing good, dude. Uh, uh, The same as always, but dude, can I tell you this quick little story? I wish you would. You know my Dodge Neon that shoots the (laughs) nasty smoke. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Okay. Third West is like this street that sits right up against our tracks. Right, Uh uh-huh. Tracks is a a kind of a, uh, what would you call, like a train? Like Like a a a monorail. Like a monorail. uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah, public transportation. Yeah. Just for those who are uninitiated. And... So here I am on 3rd West from 33rd South, 39th, right? Uh-huh. And what do you know? Cop behind me. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I, light turns green. I'm like, I, I'm in trouble. I've been pulled oh, over because, once before. Right. Okay. Because this giant cloud of smoke, every time I change <laughs> gear, goes, Patoosh! Okay. On, yeah. All right. And, dude, so I'm driving. Boom. Mm-hmm. First big smoke cloud. Oh shit! Right in his right in his windshield, <laughs> dude. He's behind me. Yeah, he's doing the thing where he's driving and on the computer. And right, everything. right. You're you're Sit. looking at him in the rear view. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, to- sure. I'm driving. I'm looking. Through <laughs> you're the totally rear dialed in on that. Second sure. gear, Batish! another huge cloud of smoke, dude. It just kept going and going and going. This guy did not pull me over. And I'm talking like a huge white cloud of smoke. Really? Would go over the top of his car. 
<laughs> Are you serious? And then there's somebody in front of me, and they're going to stop to turn, which would be east, uh-huh. because you can't do anything. The, the monorail. Because tracks, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you can only go east, and it's all kind of little dead-end streets. Sure, uh-huh. So, boom, here I go back down to second. Boom. And then, sh-ka-dish. <laughs> Dude, and it almost got comical because I'm like, what the? He's not turning on the blip blips. Right, Dude, he's right. not turning on the blip blips. <laughs> so by the time I got to 39 South, mm-hmm. I'm just confident. I'm totally confident. <laughs> and it's like, oh, someone's slowing down again. It doesn't matter. Hit him again, dude. And it was just like, dude, you're not doing your job. Well, As got- a law enforcement officer right now, <laughs> either the either the guy that pulled me over on State Street and gave me all that rash of shit right. was way overdoing his job, uh-huh. or this guy was not doing his job good enough. Okay. Because, dude, I'm talking a giant cloud every single time, <laughs> all the way to 39th. Okay. Finally, I was like, man. What the hell? He turned off right. I went left at 3900 South. You went left? So you were, you were heading north. I was heading to- Or sorry, uh, south. You were yeah, heading I south. I was headed okay. to my house. Okay, right. But dude, it was just that one after another. There nice, had to have been dude. seven caduceus. That, that's that. kind of sticking it to the man in its own little way. It was, know? dude. By, 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 by the, what, fifth cloud? I was just like cocky. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm going to show this mother after. Yeah, take it. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, what? You like that? <laughs> there you go. Every time I change gear, dude, just this kapow well, of white smoke. Well, we're glad that you're not in the, the who scowl uh, for this episode. I'll tell you that much. Um, yep. Blessings. Dude, small little blessings. That's right. You know, you, you got to count those because if you don't, then life sucks extra. But you are absolutely right on the money because I was thinking to myself, <laughs> yeah, here's one for the little man. <laughs> and I hit the change that gear and right. it was like, I can't believe this guy is not pulling me over. And I'll, I'll tell you what, I, like I said, I mean, I'm glad. Um, you know, what's funny is uh, we got a, a pretty special date coming up here. Oh, yeah. What's that? On the 29th of uh, June. Okay. There is a little band playing Salt Lake City called... The Die Monster Die. You heard of them? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, they're going to be playing at the... The Dog Pound. The Dog Pound. And yes, it's spelled D-A-W-G. That's a shitty name for a a freaking place. (laughs) But... I just, I just, I mean, Shane didn't, Shane didn't say, Hey man, can we mention this? No, this is all on my own. Yeah, it's because you. I'm looking, I'm all looking you. forward to, um, on the 29th, which is a Friday, which means that we're not going to record an episode that week. Right. But it means that I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and see you guys play. And I'm going to be stoked to shit about it. Utah people, um, make it out there for it, will you? I mean, I know, I know you're out there. I know Utah people listen to the show. Be out there, please. And Michael, do, do like it. a, hey, take one of them iPhone. You got a fancy iPhone or something like that. Yeah, okay. And, and you got Android. one of them Androiders. I do. I do indeed. Take a live video. Put it on the group. You know what I should do is I should bring the official Corpse Cast camera to work some. Ooh. Okay, okay. Wait, 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 folks. I'm not saying that we have an official Corpse Cast camera because that might give away a little bit of our oh. secret thing. All right. So I'm not going to say it officially, but I'm just saying I might bring that. Let's do Moonwalk. it. Walk. Let's do it, dude. We'll walk back out of that. <laughs> yeah, dude. I am as smooth as Michael Jackson. Get your Roku. Roku. Camera. What the F? What the 
F. <laughs> All right, dude. Oh, and plus that, I mean, we're not even talking about the the Friday the 13th in July, the padded room slash corpse cast meetup party. My baby, my love, Nicole. Oh, I thought you were going to say Darian. Patient Zero, Darian, the D-Man, <laughs> Yep, Mike, Dale. Oh, Dale. They're all coming. Yeah, they're Dale's all coming. Dale's going to be there? Chris. Morrissey of Utah? G- the Morrissey of Utah is coming. Can I, Tow can truck I stop? Brian's going to be there. Can, can I stop you right there real quick? Okay. I'm going to talk. I just want to, I want you to take the headphones off a minute, and I don't want okay. you to listen to this. All right, I'm Chris, taking. I'm going to caress you in a man hug, the likes of which you've never heard of. And Brian... Well, me and Brian have had sexual intercourse together so before, so it's not a big deal. He knows what's what's expected. What are you talking about, sexual intercourse? I didn't hear anything Sex- about Yeah, exactly. All right. No, I'm stoked for that. So uh, are they going to come on the 29th? I hope they're going to come on the 29th. No, it'll be the J- July it's gonna uh, be a, 13th. It's going to be a Friday, big July bash. 13th. I bet you Brian comes on the 29th. Oh, he's, he'll be there. All right, yeah. all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, so, I, so basically that's really all I got to start out. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to to talk about? Or nope. if not, we listen. We uh, as usual, we have a shit ton of uh, goodness vo- voicemails to get through. Let's do this. Let, Love let, it. Let's go ahead. The question of the episode. Okay, what ten year period of movies would you take with you during the apocalypse, the zombie apocalypse? Even uh, never mind the exact logistics of why you can only take exactly a rolling ten year period of movies with you. But uh, that's the question. So why don't we do this? Why don't we uh, get right into uh, the uh, voicemails right now, and we'll answer that question. And uh, let's just let's just do it. Good. Mike Shane, what's up? This is Alan. Alan. Uh, question of the episode. Love you Alan. Ten-year span of movies you'd want for the zombie apocalypse or whatever. Don't worry about the logistics, event. brother. I'd have to go 1968 to 1978. Uh, oh, wow, okay. Let's hear why. 68 starts off, I get Night of the Living Dead. Yep. 78 ends, I get Dawn of the Dead, my two favorite zombies. Ooh, there you go. There you go. Uh, 74, I get Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Exorcist? I think 73 gets me The Exorcist. Yep. I'm not sure. Yep. Uh, 71, I get Dr. Fibes. Oh, that's a good and, one. And... Uh, I get well. I get both Doctor Fives. Get a lot of Vincent Price stuff in there. Um, yeah, that's something I, I didn't think about as old, much. Shit, like cheesy, or maybe not necessarily cheesy, but exploitation films and grindhouse stuff. Stuff yeah, I most really, of it really there. like. You yeah, know, I like that kind of greasy stuff. So yeah, sixty-eight to seventy-eight. I know I miss out on a lot of the slashers, but be all right. Y'all have a good that's one. It's pretty Bye. good. But it's a pretty good I, I totally agree, and the thing is, is when I was coming up with my 10 years, it's like I kept thinking of what I was going to miss, and it sucked. But So, I mean, there's not like one 10-year period where you're going to get everything. Right. But that's why the question, that's why we asked the question now. Yeah. It's, it's like, what's your favorite, you know? Give fact, me your 100 years <laughs> of movies that you would have. <laughs> it's funny because I'm thinking, you know dire. what, I'm going to, you know, we'll talk about this obviously after the voicemails, but the thing is, I'm going to miss probably my favorite movie ever in the Ninth Gate with mine, which, yeah. but okay, well, no, awesome, perfect. Alan, in, out, ready to go, Eddie Spaghetti, here we go. All out. right, Corey called in. Corey? Midnight Corey? Yo, Mike and Sean. Or Sean. Mike what? and Shane. Yeah, Sean. 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 This is Midnight Corey. Hey, <laughs> great up, show, guys. Uh, you know, I love you. Um, of we do. But uh, you, you guys were talking uh, about dudes rocking the dread skullet. <laughs> and uh, I immediately thought of the one man who is, like, awesome, who unashamedly... I- 
I think I know who he's going to say. He's Red Skullet, and that was Devin Townsend. Yep, exactly. Was the singer for the awesome, awesome, awesome <laughs> metal band Strapping Young Lad, which is yep. now defunct. He's got a, oh, he's got a lot of... Uh, I didn't know that. Yep. Like I never knew what they looked like. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so he had, he had the awesome Dread Skullet going on. But now, Mike, I think you'll be happy to, uh, <laughs> to know that uh, he is rocking a completely bald now. Good so, for uh, him. Good for him. Another brother in baldness, my friend. That's right, so, baby. Uh, great show. <laughs> uh, keep it up. Just wanted to comment on that. Thanks, guys. Oh, dude. Awesome. Dude, Corey. I was all about that first strapping young lad out. Oh, dude. You that know what? first one was like, but, but I never saw what they looked like. Oh, the, you know, the thing is, is it, it, Devin Townsend does actually a lot of stuff, and it's funny because, like, a lot of solo stuff. He, he it's funny because for his solo stuff, it seems like he wears glasses and he looks all, like, like intelligent and stuff like that. But, uh, man, he, I agree. Strapping young lad, and, and even his At stuff. At first, is I rocking. thought he was talking about that guy. goes, are you talking Bobby McFerrin? Don't worry. Yeah. Bob- screw that guy. Yeah, screw that guy, dude. Yeah, strapping young. <laughs> I wanted to hear uh, Midnight Corey's uh, trademark laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. I tune uh, in all that stuff. You know what? you got to realize, too, is, is Corey is uh, podca- horror podcasting uh, royalty. Yeah. I mean, Midnight Podcast, we have all this stuff. He's doing the electric chair now. All great stuff. Thanks for calling in, my man. Yeah, dude. Awesome. We had uh, the Wolfman calling. Oh, God. Mike, Shane, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening to you. Here's the Wolfman calling in, and uh, I just want to reassure Mike that I would never pick a battle of wits with him. <laughs> I have this moral objection to fighting an unarmed opponent. Oh! I'm going to be calling in... Hopefully, before your recording on a, Friday, a thing with my here. review of Prometheus, but seeing if it won't get out until 6 Central Time. You actually called back in, and I got it, so we're good. to figure out if I'll be done before you guys are recording or not. Nope, you called back in, brother. I'll we'll just have to see. I'm stoked to hear what he's got to say. Um, Shane, about the White Castle burgers, I actually have no doubt that they're 100% beef. Bull! The problem is, the way the folks there are working on it, these counts if you just chop off the tail and run it through a meat grinder. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Personally, I've you actually never had a problem with, with Carl's Jr. or Hardee's, as they're called up here in the Midwest. I they're love actually Carl's. one of the best burger places around, in my experience. Me too, so, brother. I don't know what your problem is. I don't know what's up, although, oh. frankly, I've found that uh, a lot of places that are good in Wisconsin tend to be not so good elsewhere. I don't know what the deal is. Don't know cows I mean, come from Wisconsin. I know cheese does. Yeah, I won't go on to the list, but let's just say that there were some horrifying experiences finding <laughs> chains from Wisconsin outside of the state and not nearly the same quality that they have here around home. Well, that sucks. Uh, so, <laughs> actually getting to the content of the show... The question of the week was a good one, mostly difficult for me because I have a hard time figuring out the years of the movies that I'm enjoying so much. All right. Offhand, though, I think it would probably be 77 to 86 or okay. so. Okay. Right. You've got some of Vincent Price's best output. <laughs> You've got a lot of classic films, including, of course, Nightmare on Elm Street, yep. Friday the 13th, yep. and some of the more classical styled ones. Uh, generally, it's just a hard era to go all that wrong with. 
That's the I truth. I think the real trick, though, would be in this zombie apocalypse for the folks in the Corpse Collective to coordinate what they're bringing and then set up a rendezvous point somewhere where the zombies <laughs> we're are gonna, we'll, nice and solid. We'll, be, we'll get right on that. <laughs> then we can watch horror movies and bone up on our tactics up until things freeze and... When they do, head on out and play pinata with zombie head. <laughs> Man, I am so anyway, in tune with that. Tactics, I like that. Oh, yeah. As for the movie and music, I've been listening to the 69 Eyes almost exclusively this week. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, Gotta be a good sign. If not Back in Blood, then one of the other albums they've got. Oh, yeah. all it, There's a lot and of good stuff And as far there. as the movie goes, it sounds like a good one. I might just have to call in a few favors from my uh, friend in Australia and see if I can get a copy shipped over here. Oh, dude. The loved ones. Amazing. At any rate, I think that ought to do it for taking up your time. So, before I get cut off by the voicemail, this here's the Wolfman, and I'll talk to you later. Oh, yeah, dude. Wolfie. Awesome. Dude, I would love to kind of set something up as far as the zombie apocalypse goes, <laughs> where me and you and our families and everyone else that listens to the podcast families, uh-huh. we have a rendezvous point. Because listen, maybe this is the logistics that I that, that I was like, don't worry about the logistics. Maybe what we'll do is, we, you know, we only have so much uh, room in our packs and shit, right? So we each bring a different ten year section. And well, uh, uh, no, I'm talking about for reals. If the oh, zombie okay. apocalypse, we've got to set something up like a like a, a homing beacon or something to where we can go. Wolfie, you out there? GP, where <laughs> Johnny, Lauren, we need you. you we know, need you, baby. Yeah, you know, yeah. We all. Meet of course, up of course, one... Lauren will be like, you know, I don't know if I want to uh, show up there because they're yeah. going to want to repopulate the earth and stuff. <laughs> so we're not. Well, we I get, might stay away. We get, we get every. That's the <laughs> key too. Is we get all the ladies. You know, we get them all to sure. You know, so it's like, hey, it's repopulation. You understand? I'm not. I'm not enjoying this any more than you are. But it's all about you know, doing what we have to do. It's sure. our noble good. Well, well, listen. It, oh, it's for the human race. Yeah. All right. It, it, it's to repopulate the earth. We get it. She's probably listening right now, going, "Those two mother efforts. They just made me sick." Then you guys will sit there and have a conversation that I don't understand anything you say. <laughs> Oh, dude. Anyway. So, uh, Levi called in. I think he has a question for you. LeVay! All right, it's taking me a minute to, to pull Levay! this video up. <laughs> oh, guys, I forgot. Sweet again. Uh, I wanted to see The Loved Ones before, but now I'm dying to see Gotta it. Gotta see I it. I hope and pray that good, I get good, that good. movie soon. And, uh, guys, don't buy chocolate from Trolls, because it's not what? chocolate. That could be true. Listen. Those, uh, he's referring to the uh, the uh, dwarfs up in the avenues in Salt Lake City. Yeah, Sweet sell, Chocolate Midget Company. Yeah, who who sell? Listen, that was some of the best chocolate I ever had. They actually did a. Did I, did you I got laid that night. Well, yeah. You maybe. said you got you bought the chocolate. I can't from believe the, I would mention something that Sweet Midgets. <laughs> Sweet Midget Chocolate Midgets Company. Midgets got me laid. Com. There you go. And Midget, listen, you got can, laid that night. Are there any sweeter words than Midgets got me laid? I, no. I, I no. <laughs> no. I don't know. Uh, Aaron called in. Hey, Aaron. Hey, awesome. Aaron. Whoa. Well, I'm going to do the question of the episode first because I got a huge big diatribe of bullshit. Oh, For dear. me, I picked 1980 to 1989. In huh. between those years was the first and last Paramount Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, part one through eighth. 
I paused it. So he's a fanner. He's I, a fanboy of the, well, and, the Friday as the thirteenth. Let me let me tell you guys something, okay? Um, I cheated a little bit on this, just so you guys know. I actually did mine through, um, you know, oh. seventy. I think it was seventy. Gosh, I have my I have my notes here, but actually, mine was eleven years. But the thing is, is it's oh, like you, you cheater know, I cheated. But anyways, let's hear what let's hear what cheat. And then after that, New Line bought them out. Screw I really like shit. Jason Goes to Hell, but uh, sort of the end of an era. Agreed. You know, uh, it's the same with bands. Like I like Tony Scaglione. I like Paul Bostaff. But when I see Paul Slayer, Bostaff. I want to see the original yeah. lineup, Lombardo. So I want the Paramount yep. Friday the 13th. He's like, me, right, man. Whoa. Me. Amen, wow. brother. I the question in the episode. I already Easy. did that. Okay, huge list of bullshit. So like we you know, if you have to go to the bathroom <laughs> or get something to eat or fap, I'd suggest doing that now. I'm going to fap. Uh, get that out of the way. Do you mind? First off, episode 20. That was probably my favorite episode I've heard in a long time. Oh, cool. weird considering... Uh, I had no clue who that band was, and I'd never seen that movie. If you guys are ever feeling like, you know, you're running out of ideas, just have a bullshit session, because the <laughs> best part of that last episode was when you guys just went off and talked about nothing horror-related. Like, Cadaver Lab had ball jokes. Yeah. You guys need more random tangent stories about <laughs> all right. Robitussin and Fappin and all this crazy shit, because that was some of the funniest stuff. <laughs> all right. Special that was tank. the funniest stuff I've ever heard in your guys' 20 episodes. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to contribute to your guys' weird uh, bullshit session. Oh, let's nice. hear it. Number one, uh, I was watching porn, and <laughs> the end of the movie, this girl's giving a guy an H.J., and he's making this... Wait a second. Wait a second. He was it's watching porn. Job. He was watching porn, and he made it to the end of the to the video. Yeah, I know. You make it to the end. All right. I always cut it off. I so, okay. What? All right. Well, once you're done, you don't need to finish that shit anyway. Seriously. Crazy fucking sound. Like, obviously he was enjoying it, but um, he oh. sounded like the monster from uh, Toby Hooper's <laughs> The Fun House. <laughs> my God, my! You can fart on command. <laughs> Oh yeah! How dude. could you hide uh, that from us? That's a skill. That's an art. <laughs> I think that uh, after this voicemail's done, it's no. not too much to ask. You have no, to demonstrate that. that. We're not doing that. Oh, I kill to have that. No, I can burp on command. We're not doing. Who can't do that? You know, yeah. that's <laughs> nothing special. Please, we're at Casa Diablo. Shane, for you said you last episode you listened to Autopsy. Do you have any stories about that? That's awesome. Like, uh, oh. obviously, I never got to see them live. I was born the year Severed Survival came out. I haven't been to a live concert. I'd be gracious <laughs> to have Autopsy bust my uh, concert cherry, if you will. Easy. Oh, dude. Before I forget. I remember that band. Cadaver Wait, Lab oh, had Love okay. Your Junk. From the last episode, I got an idea. Okay. I think you guys should start the No Skull Structure Football League. How yes. awesome would that be? No, <laughs> no helmets. No I would, skull structure. I would no cry. Rules. I'm saying yes. I'm trying the whole I was time. talking to somebody online. They were trying I to saw convince it. I don't me that The Girl that Next shit. Door is not a horror movie. That it's whatever their bullshit reason was. You know, uh, wow, it's a okay. thriller. It's a period piece. It's whatever a drama. you want to call it. For me, that was a horror movie. But I don't really get affected by horror movies that much. I started right. laughing out loud. I burst out what? laughing Have when you they no took soul? a blowtorch to that girl's vagina. Dude, he's laughing Normal right now. Said, oh, <laughs> vaginas. Really disgusting. How can they do that? Could you imagine the smell coming out of there? You think They're the hot. cops would have shown <laughs> up good. then? Holy hell. <laughs> cops would wonder why a fish hatchery is burning Holy down shit. in this lady's basement <laughs> and why all the neighborhood cats are <laughs> scratching oh, in the front oh, door. Oh, um... <laughs> I'm sorry, that got really weird. That's bad, oh, my dude. God. Pretty sure I'm going to I think he's right with in. us here. Uh, <laughs> I was really normal when I first called in. 
maybe a little shy. It happens. It seems every time I call in, the calls get a little bit darker, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure these lined up as evidence at some point. Uh, maybe next time nice. I call in and... Uh, Less of a weird mood. I'll, uh, I'll break edge. He'll, he'll start I'll, telling uh, us where he hit the bodies and Whatever shit. they do yeah. for those cannibal people in Florida. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, you guys bringing up black metal on the last episode. Ooh, you told yeah. me on the Facebook that maybe uh, people should call in and ridicule you for not knowing your history. Yeah, I, I screwed uh, up a little no, bit. No, I don't feel like doing that. That would just be mean. Uh, yeah. I could you hear that, make Dave? funny, but that's like making fun of a kid in a wheelchair. You know? What? Why? It's fun, exactly. but Two in a row. I'm out, come dude. I'm out. I, oh, one I last thing before I go. Two in a row I'm so people. glad that making fun of I me. don't call into your voicemail or I don't leave a message on the <laughs> sneak pipe because I just looked at my freaking audacity and it's at 26 minutes right now. So Jeez, I probably would have blew up your freaking uh, sneak pipe or your phone would have caught fire if I would have called this in. So uh, Yeah, you would have broke it. You would have broke it, dude. You know that's two in a row where people have made fun of uh, made made fun of my uh, my expertise, but I, I did screw it up. In their defense, I did screw up uh, the thing. And actually, Wait Dave, a Dave I, I'm from, lost. What what's your expertise? Uh, touche. All right, you didn't need to go there, you dick bag. But whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. <laughs> Speak it. Right. Speak of the English. Listen. Tell us what your expertise is. I'll tell you. I know what, it's horror podcasting. That's for damn sure. <laughs> oh man! But if that were the case, that would be a sad day for me. Yeah. Welcome, where we give excellence and pride <laughs> ourselves on the most delicious show we can do. <laughs> hey, I'm giving you a little rub. Thank you. That's Michael Cadaver Lab. <laughs> right there. Okay. All right. We're gonna have to cut this right now. No. Uh. No. Listen. We're gonna have okay. to cut it right now. Cut it. Yeah. Stace called in. Stace. The man that I ever loved was the same motherfucker who Whoa. cut me up. He cut me up in, in a special way. way. He made me what wow. I am today. And if my friends could see me now, nobody likes you when you're dead. It just ain't right just cause I'm biting on your head. There's no need to be impolite. And if I still had eyes, then I would surely cry. Nobody likes you when you're dead, and that's the story of my life. Wow. She sang it to us, dude. Serenade Michael by and States. Shane. I was going to call you. That um, is awesome. <laughs> I don't know, Mika- Michaela and Shana, probably. Easy. But Easy. You guys, two weeks in a row, played some of my favorite. Favorite music. The cramps and Zombina. Uh, I love you too. That was very impressive. Zombina and the Skeletons and the cramps. I mean, that was great. You seriously made my bitter little heart go pity patter. You would if I had a pulse, but that's not your fault. <laughs> that's because of the voodoo. Um, you guys wanted me to call in, so here I am. You always uh, want to try to make this quick before I get cut off. Uh, with the cramps, I like fucking everything. I mean, our theme song over on Creepy Kitsch is like a bad girl should, and yep. really it's Sins and I's like, personal anthem. I always thought that was bummer. Although I also like uh, oh, The Surf and Dead, which they used in the closing credits of Return of the Living Dead. That's actually how I discovered the cramps in the first place. Awesome. But Zombina and the Skeletones, I actually found through another unfortunately short-lived podcast called The Human Marvels, which was this really, she really cool Zombina podcast on in the first, basically actually, people yeah. who were born with various disabilities that were able to like make a skulls. really, like really make something of themselves doing the 
freak show circuit, basically. Yikes. So, like, if you've ever seen the Todd Browning movie Freaks, a lot of the people that were in that were mentioned because they were actual sideshow folk. Right. Um, unfortunately, I can't remember his name, Theophilus something or other, he, the, the host of the show, I guess he got a lot of abuse from people. And he, unfortunately, I don't think he, he went much past episode five, or if he did, it fell off my radar. Huh. But he actually played Nobody Likes You When You're Dead by Zombie and Skeletons, which led me to look them up on MySpace, which led to, you know, my my MySpace adventures, basically. And um, I love all of Zombina and the Skeletons. Yeah, I have to say, I think my favorites stuff. are Nobody Likes You When You're Dead, Dracula's Tango, Vincent Jack. Price, uh, Spring Heel Jack. Yeah. And there was another oh, one, which unfortunately yeah. I lost when my computer crashed. She's got you. Yep. And... Uh, it's it one of those ones I got off MySpace, so I don't remember the actual title, but it was basically, it was like this moody love song where she's basically singing, uh, If you don't want to hear me saying I love you, here's what you're gonna have to do. What, what? You'd have oh, to sew my lips up real, real tight, because wow. I become a zombie around you. So if anybody knows the title, wow. I absolutely she doesn't only swear. Um, I also they also did a really fucking sweet cover of the Monster Mash where oh, they did it like a um, sort of like a fifties duop type of thing. It doesn't even follow the same um, the same tune. They they totally rechanged the oh, tune. Cool. And that was another one that Heard they that. released awesome. on MySpace. Um, yeah, I fucking love 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 as being in the Skeletons and the Cramps. I have no way to articulate that. Other than maybe Singing? I won't kick your nuts up into your skull now because wow. of Elsa. Maybe I'll you know, oh, stop yeah. mid thorax oh, region. Really? Um, <laughs> she loved it. Yeah, anyway, still on thanks, that guys, because that no just, shit. Those two shows, one right after the other, fucking made my day. Nice. And then in terms of the horror question on, um, or your question of the week on justifying myself as a horror fan, my default response, it, it depends on how the question is presented to me. If someone is legitimately curious... Then I answer them legitimately. You know, I but say that nice I was terrified of these ass. movies as a child, and through that deep-seated terror, it, it sort of gradually turned into fascination. Sure. And so, you know, the characters that haunted my nights, and I'm not speaking in hyperbole. There, I used to have nightmares about Freddie and Jason. Thank God I didn't know who Michael Myers was when I was a kid. <laughs> um, they sort of became like my pals later on. You know, and so, you know, there's I don't know there there's a deeper richness to it for me than just, hey, I like these movies. However, if I get somebody who's like, how can you watch those? My usual response is fuck off. Good, or an extended job. middle finger if I have something in my yeah. mouth. Um, or both middle fingers if they really piss me off. The nice thing about my family is there's so fucking many of us that while I am definitely the horror queen, I have countless nieces and nephews who enjoy horror movies oh, too. Cool. Anyway, my time is almost up. I love you guys. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I will Aww. talk to you next time. Bye. That was pretty Stace. cool. We got serenaded by the one, the only Stace. From I kind of got a little bit of that weird uh, kind of uh, hair neck thing. Really? Yeah. It's like when you hear somebody sing like that, and you know, like when they really mean it. Oh yeah. Like, oh, she dude, wasn't yeah, just absolutely. doing that, like blah blah blah. Here I am. No, here she I am. meant that. She shit. was like singing to go. Uh, what do you think, guys, about my vocal abilities? Listen, you know? I'll sign you up, baby. Yeah, let's do this shit. That was very intense and very cool. Awesome. And she loves 
that band. You know what's funny is that's it, what good bands make you do. They make you sing. Like when you hit Steelheart or Firehouse, <laughs> right. dude. You're, I mean, like after we get done recording and we're listening to Spotify or whatever, we'll uh-huh. put on some, you know, Firehouse right, or right. you know, and this guy <laughs> goes on a rampage. And I'll never. No, yeah, I'm stopping. He's stopping. Mad Seasons, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Steelheart, Megadeth. Wake up, young man. Yeah, yeah we get I'm into it. I'm telling you, he will it. go crazy right now if mm. I don't say, shut it, next call. All right. All right. And I do what Shane says. Let's see. This one, actually, um, Dave, Santa Bite Dave from uh, the good old Devour the Podcast called in. Nice. I think he's going to give me a tongue lashing for, oh, for my uh, screw-ups with the black metal history. Oh, is it the black... Uh... Yeah, here he is. It's a black thing. What's up, Mike and Shane? This is David from Devour the Podcast, and I want to call in to publicly ridicule Mike (laughs) about getting his black metal history wrong. Yes. What is wrong with you, man? I'm an idiot. Terrible. I'm an idiot. All right. Uh, Really quickly, get this cleared up. Euronymous was the guy's name. Wait. the guitarist. Not eponymous? uh, Mayhem. Not eponymous. That was pretty funny when you guys said that, but wrong. Easy. Mark Vilkenez murdered him. Um, Varg is the creator of Burzum and was session bassist on Burzum. the Mayhem's first official release. Uh, Dead was their orig- was Mayhem's the original vocalist who shot himself with a shotgun yeah. and slashed his wrists while wearing a I Love Transylvania shirt and apparently left a message saying, sorry for the mess. <laughs> that photo was the that cover was crazy of Scandinavians. The- I want to say sunny it was the Norway. Dawn of the Blackhearts album <laughs> by Mayhem. It was a show. Dave definitely knows this black metal bootleg. much better than I do. That's I don't sure. remember anymore because I haven't listened to it forever, but I think that's what it was. So yeah, there you go. Euronymous, guys. Euronymous, not eponymous. Eponymous? Um, it, did you say so eponymous? So that's that. Awesome, awesome show. I want to say thank you for turning me on to... Um, Ghost, it is oh, fucking dude. awesome. I love Amazing. that album. It I still so listen amazing. to Ghost like it was my job. Quite a bit the magic of ritual. Uh, favorite. I, I can't even it. say that there are any bad songs on the album because there's not. I love um, it, dude. But I do love Elizabeth and oh, um, yeah. That's my Ritual. Those are like two of my favorite songs on the album. Absolutely. And uh, you're doing Opeth finally. Awesome. But Mike, yes. you picked Blackwater Park. I mean, don't get me wrong. Blackwater Park what? is a great album. I have a good explanation. Personally, I would have gone with My Arms, Your Hers. It's hard to choose. fucking brilliant. It's hard to choose. Still Life, another really awesome one. But Blackwater Park is awesome. You've got Drapery Falls, Bleak, uh, Harvest, Blackwater Park song. It's like he's looking at the... It's awesome. Um, (laughs) Mike, if you like Opeth, I would say check out their two... Or Actually, they've got three live albums. I've only heard two of them. One of them is... Oh, I'm sorry, there's a live DVD. I just uh, got it from three Netflix. live DVDs, two live albums. I the think. Roundhouse Tapes, anyway, I think he's going to uh, mention. Roundhouse Tapes yep. is the live album that I have. Oh, the so CD awesome. and the DVD of. It's amazing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring that and let you check it out, too. I have the live DVD. I, I do not too. have... Um, no, it's Lamentations. That's what it's called, Lamentations. It's got right. Damnation. Okay. Where they play Damnation. I'm with, right. I'm with you. The Damnation album all the way through, and then they play some other songs afterwards. It's gorgeous. And then they did uh, Live at the Royal Albert Hall, oh, which I've not Beth. gotten my hands on yet. I haven't even um, heard of it. Cool. I'm looking forward to trying to get that one at some point. So, cool. yes, Opeth is awesome. They've pretty much never written a bad album, although I'm not crazy about the Orchid. last one. Um, oh, Heritage. Devil's Orchard, or whatever the fuck it was called. Heritage. That was just not not okay for me. I, I, still, like I liked it. I liked You're it. like a um, rain man. And we can fight about that. If you like that, I don't care. So, 
Keep up the great work, guys. Um, love the show. Thank you, Mike, again for hosting my show on your yes. servers. Um, You're welcome. It is a huge help. Um, Come and, to death uh, row. Yeah. <laughs> check out Devour the Podcast. Devour the Podcast. Blogspot.com. Yeah, no I'm there, man. Awesome I, like check it. I check it. Uh, take it easy, guys. I can't wait to hear the episode. Well, he got cut off. But let me let me tell you something about why he chose Blackwater. You the whole oh, time what? he was talking, okay. it's like uh, Buffalo Wings Buffet. Ooh. Do I want barbecue, hot sauce? That, you're or, exactly you're like, right about that, Ooh. dude. Because let me let me tell you, Opeth. I, I they have they have a lot of albums. Their first one was kind of like, hey, we're Opeth. Look how awesome we are. We're gonna do all this awesome shit, which was good. But it's not my favorite album. It's okay. In Heritage, I actually really like Heritage. I don't. I mean, obviously, Dave said he didn't care for it. But here's here's the thing. Here's the reason why I I uh, chose Blackwater. Be black careful Waterfront. that oh. you don't start two wars. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna start any wars. All right. Here's here's why I chose Blackwater Park. Okay. Because that is the first album that I ever heard of Opeth. So and, I like that. Okay. So basically, I heard Blackwater Park, and I, you know, I can even remember to this day. I'm driving to work in the morning. After I can't even remember how I heard about Opeth. I threw on Blackwater Park in the good old CD player. I'm driving to work, and I am blown away. I sat in the the parking garage at work, finished the whole album, and right. I mean, there's only like nine songs or something like that, but they're all like ten minutes long or something like that. So I mean, it's a shit long. I was late to work, sitting in there, just blown away by the album. So after that, I kind of was like, oh, let's check out some of the other ones. And I was equally blown away by a lot of the other ones. And I'm right. not going to say that even to this day that Blackwater Park's my favorite, but... It's the one that dragged you in. Absolutely. That's the one. That, it, for me, as you're bringing this uh-huh. album up, that's the one I care about. And the then one there, that makes you go... <clears throat> Whoa! I dude. I almost this guarantee was, you, dude. Yeah. The, after you hear this, you'll be like, "Wow!" And you'll check out the other ones. For instance, all all the last couple of days, I was listening to Still Life. I was listening to Damnation. I was listening to Deliverance. Un- unbelievable stuff. But you have to choose one. So there you go. And that's and, why. And that's the best one for me. I don't want to hear just a random album. I want to hear oh, the one that, that that's blew the one that you me up. Him. It blew me away. Because bear in mind, people, I have never heard a single and that, note And that's what we're doing for next episode, right? Yeah. A week from today. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm stoked. So it's like, this is the album. This is the album that you listen to. Yep. This is the first time I will ever hear this band. Oh, dude, you're What a great it. way. We're doing this podcast together. Isn't that a great way to do kinda, an album? It's like, I kinda have I've an never erection. heard it. Oh, dude, you're gonna, I, oh, dude, it's You awesome. gotta, what, hashtag a nervous boner? boner even, uh, a nervous boner, even? Do we still have those? It's episode 20. Yes, I do. It's not nervous. I've actually already came in my pants, so we're done. All right. Let's, I like it. Let's move on. Next call. GP, baby. Hey, guys, Gracie's Poppy. Oh, I had too much shit going on last week to, to leave a voicemail. Oh, wait, you didn't call sure, last week? Whatever. That, uh, question the episode sure. realize but how do you justify being <laughs> the horror guy and with me it was not so much uh movies because i really haven't discussed horror movies with anybody you know since high school um yeah, they can kiss your ass i could talk to my father and my brother about it but i rarely get to see them now or talk to them anymore well that makes uh, me sad my heart and as far as you know watching at home and have my wife come in and look at me and says, why don't you watch anything normal? <laughs> no, no. Normal to her would be I get that family, too. golden yeah. girls, and a uh, little house on the prairie. I get that too, brother. Yeah, that's not normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So that's why you know that's why I hang out with you guys so I can talk to you know nice. talk to uh, about horror movies to people who appreciate it. That's why I'm bringing up my kids to to love horror movies. I gotta pause it. Pause it. Well, did you, did did you just so mock? Far. Did you just mock Little House on the Prairie? I did. Let me tell I you. I did. Dude. Let me tell you something about Little House Little on the Prairie. Little House on the Prairie marathon. <clears throat> when I was 18 years old, okay, I had a job. Right. I, my, my car broke down and I had a job. Um, it, uh, well, we At all know the from potato, the cadaver. You, you, no, no, no. This, this was later. The, it, you know, from, if you've listened to Cadaver, El Life, Rancho Grande. You know, El Matador. El Matador. And I used to start at 9 a.m. and I, you know, get in there, pre-cook everything, whatever. Right. Well, my mom had a job, but she had to be there at 8 o'clock. Right. So I would actually be dropped off. She dropped me off at my grandpa's house. Okay. And I'd sit there from about 8, uh, you know, just, you know, 10 to 8 until about 10 to 9 when my grandpa would actually take me to work. Right. Every morning, I would get there just in time to turn on Little House on the Prairie. I got to tell you, man, it's emotional. It was an emotional show. Good-hearted people doing good-hearted things. It really helped. Good-hearted good. people doing good-hearted things. Plus, I wanted to bone the blind chick. Yeah, Mary. All right, just saying. Yeah. All right, listen. Dude, do not, I mean, do I not disparage the little house on the prairie. No, wait, wait. I was going to destroy you. Okay. Until you said blind Mary. <laughs> I agree. Well, listen. Michael Landon was under an that angel. big old, you know, sheet or, you know, <laughs> curtains or whatever sure. she's wearing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a sweet little something. I bet it's hairy as shit. What? Well, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Course. What did I do? What? Just like uh, it's a old, prairie times, right? like Charles Ingalls out there naked, you know, chopping wood. <laughs> He's got like a giant bush. He's like, <laughs> oh my gosh! I, feel, on, I can't believe I just brought here. that up. I just took the I took the show down on Hutch. Just thinking about Mary's full full bush, whatever. Is that yeah. terrible, people? No, it's not. I'm sorry. Well, it's hot. I'm sorry. I I'm gonna publicly apologize for that. Anyway, let's, let's Mary finish. was the only reason to tune in. I would no, boned. dude. I would have boned Nelly. Uh, well, sure, but you would even have though hate I hated after. her, you would have hated, hated her, after. and I hated those you girls. You'd have been like back and from behind and shit, and grabbing her, grabbing her hair and pulling it. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, your daddy owns the dude, but didn't. But I, I mean, it was early. I was kind of tired. You know, the the tears would come up to the corners of my eyes. It's like this is such a great thing. I hated that fucking. Nelly's mom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated yeah. that. I, I hear you about that. I didn't. You know what I didn't like about Nelly's dad is he was such a pussy, yeah. too. That that really was like I cannot stand looking at you because you have no backbone, sir. Anyway, sorry, GP. Next. Still, we have to finish on, GP. <laughs> you know, so it's not so much you know the movies that I have, you know that are a problem with me. It's the music I listen to. Yeah, and especially You're a real freak. when I break out all the. You know, all the King Diamond, Merciful Fate, oh. uh, Danzig, uh, all my typo negative, all oh, this, dude, know, yes. stuff I reserve for the Halloween season. And Which is all year, I hope. When, you know, when I'm at work, I'm listening to it, and I actually had someone say, well, why do you listen to this stuff? Go after yourself. I just yeah. looked at her calm, you know, straight face, calm expression, just looked at her and said, because it calms the voices in my head. Ooh. And she just giggled like it was a joke and just GP's like, I'll take her but, off my I mean, murder why list. Why do I have to justify myself? What I like to anybody else. I mean, I, they have their I, likes. I'm sure they're not going to have to justify what they like to me. They have what they like. I have what I like. Amen. So you all, you know, whatever. Awesome. Um, This week's question of the episode, what would be your 10-year period of... Uh, of um, movies that you would have, <laughs> he's, he's going to pass out here. It's more for me. It's more like an 
I guess you would call it an era. Sure. And for me, that era would be full moon video. All right, nineties, late eighties to nineties. Master, you got Puppet Master series. You had I, I do series, love those subspecies. We we're gonna be in tune. Uh, <laughs> There's, some, toys, there's something about man. Full I mean, Moon, though, that I just love. It, I bought just, their box set. And it's Unbelievably awesome. I mean, they, they just put I'm going to pause it again. Puppet Master out a little, you know, there's a movie that me and Sam did on the Cadaver Lab called Head of the Family. Uh-huh. And amazing movie. Loved it. I mean, I just have to bring that over, and you have to watch. Not for show. We already did it on the Cadaver Lab and whatnot. Okay. But, dude, if you're not a Full Moon fan, watching that movie will make you a Full Moon fan. And that's not even one of their most popular things. It's just an amazing okay. movie. All right, I just wanted to mention that. Okay. I'll back. <laughs> I don't so, even know what full moon is. But what? To me, that would be like the era that, I mean, I, I love all that stuff. I'm going to have to learn um, you something, boy. Let's see what else. Uh, 69 eyes. Um, I am loving it. Good. I'm awesome. I, Sweet. You know, I heard him on uh, Diablocast, and I heard this this song, and you know, I didn't know it was 69 eyes at the time. It's kind of... Sometimes it's hard to follow what uh, what Shane has. Unless I always texted him to say, hey, dude, there's and a good song. Voice, what is this? And it sounds like a, a cool mix of Peter Steele yep. and David Bowie. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll give him that. And That's awesome. Those of you think I'm whacked about the David Bowie part, I put up an exhibit on the uh, the Facebook page. Oh, yeah. The uh, David Bowie singing Cat People. He Cat People. Yeah. Yep. That he did. Deep, low voice. Just that. Plus Never Peter Steele. And he got the 69 eyes. And the. This album, I'm I'm loving. I, I downloaded a couple of other uh, Angels, Devils. Oh, all that, and two I of my favorites. My iPod and I've been yeah, he, caught, he, he told me it, Dust Till Dawn. Oh, I'm dude. just loving it. I guess that's, right. that's all I got to say about that. Sweet, dude. And speaking of, that's all I got to say about anything else. And I will get back to you later. Bye. Let awesome, me dude. tell you about GP. Okay, let's hear it. It <laughs> takes a fine, refined gentleman, a connoisseur of right. music All right. to like Merciful Fate and oh, King dude, Diamond. It does. I you agree. have to be dude, you can't you can't learn that. You can't you, you, have, you can't like get caught up don't. in it. Because there's a lot of people who hear King Diamond sing and they're just like, oh, fu- I, I can't even deal with that. Yeah. But you know what? You have to you have to make it kind of past that and you actually start to appreciate that yeah. as well. If I'm you, with you, dude. If you don't like Merciful Fate Bands like Merciful Fate and King Diamond, you I don't think you grow into it. I think right. you either okay. go, what? All right. I like it. And GP, he like it. He, he likes the it. exclusive club. Good man. Good man. I'm, I'm really glad you're checking out more of the 69 Eyes, too, because like I said, I do love Back in Blood, but it's not my favorite. Yeah. It's you know the, all the songs are pretty solid all the way through, but there are better songs on different albums. Yeah, and that I love, just blow and me away. GP told me about the uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Yep, I was talking about right. that last one. That's on Devils. I can't remember. Oh my gosh, there, there's some called. There was one song on Angels that is a little silly and whatnot. And, and you know we talked about how you know some of the old ones are a little bit cheesy and a little bit silly that you have to kind of look past. Yeah. And you have to kind of um, you know have it just wash over you a little bit, but. Angels and Devils are probably my two favorite 69 Eyes albums, without a doubt. But there you go. Let's see. Uh, Lauren called in. Lauren. Hey, Mike and Shane. It's Lauren stepping up to the bone phone. <laughs> bone phone. Um, let's see. Maybe I will the start with the question of the episode, um, since I seem to forget to answer it almost every week. <laughs> 
Um, I'm thinking the the uh, the decade that I pick if if there was a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, don't worry about that. Logistics. Did not include um, technical difficulties. Yeah, a, see, logistics um, began. I picked 1975 to 1985. Okay, all right. And, Almost. Um, basically, I bookended it with I wanted to get deep red in there. Oh or yeah, Argento, dude. I, oh um, yeah, yeah, Fuduroso. yeah. yeah. Because um, then you get Suspiria in there too. Yep. I love the Animal Trilogy, but you know, if I had to do without it, I could. Especially if and you then, have deep um, by stopping at eighty-five, like you get in the um, the American, like the American includes U.S. and Canada, like pretty much like the the slasher, slasher boom. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and I'm going. You got for, your uh, for my era. Um, you got your films. Uh, my bloody downtown within that decade not necessarily the release date so like you get the um, the American slashers and you can cap it off with Argento's Phenomena which Which is Jennifer Connelly which I really really loved and I thought that was a really great I do um, crazy monkeys girl film um yeah what else uh Aaron's yeah. voicemail from last week. I thought that was a little below the belt where he was singling out women as not non-horror fans. Oh, man. And, uh... Oh, we like, got some verses going some on. Feisty stuff. Going on about how women wouldn't want to talk about David Hess because they'd rather be into floor tiles or some shit. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. just like to take credit for, like, always, like... Aaron, you're in trouble. You're a special woman, Lauren. Declaring I, my love for David Hess. Sure. And, uh... That was encouraging Mike to watch floor tiles, Hitchhike and review that for the show. And I think I precipitated <laughs> the last house on the left for you. So, you know, I'm not going to take a spike dildo or whatever. I'm going <laughs> to whatever, enjoy my horror films. Sure do it. And not think about whatever kitchen tile samples <laughs> or what the fuck ever. Nice. Um, and I had a little, a little Lemmy story since, um, you know, Compared the um, the goth moles, girl and yep. the loved ones to no 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 it was the regular girl having moles kind of like Lemmy. Um, I was actually at a burger joint. Um, Don't tell me Lemmy DC, eats Burger King. And they had some like. Don't tell me you ate a burger that looked like on the TV. And um, I was like, yeah, Lemmy. Can that you one. eat? I watched this that face? one. And the the guys I was with were as far from Lemmy as you could get, and they were all like revolted. I'm like, how could I be into that? But, Good for um, you, Lauren. Yeah, out of his cohorts, um, <laughs> in the male world, like he's pretty manly. And uh, oh, he's to, the man. He's a freaking man. I picture that like Zambina, a big, you know, juicy he's, he's like quite the eight man. these gigantic <laughs> moles. Anyway, y'all are doing a great job. Um, I think awesome. you're getting more and more comfortable with the sexual tension that you've cultivated between the two of you. You're you're getting a rhythm. Like I said, you're you're cycling together, and um, <laughs> every I, week. I'm really enjoying the show more and more each episode. Oh, Love you guys. Bye. Yoga. <laughs> she loves the yoga, dude. Yeah, she loves it, dude. Well, okay, so. Listen, Lauren, I don't want to be a jerk, but honestly, most of the women that I like kind of fall into that. I want to check out kitchen tile, um, 
you know, that category. What and I, I'm not trying to be a douchebag, but, but... But what do you mean by that? Basically, the, they, they would They're look hot. at things like... Well, no, well, not necessarily. I'm just saying that uh, that they would be into that more than they would be into, like, uh, you know, Lemmy, you know, Motorhead and horror movies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, some of them can get intimidating. You're, you you're a very special them. lady, Lauren, and I guess that's the bottom line. And you, know you, you just to have to them. accept that. You can have a damn good time with sure. a girl like that. Well, no, sh- absolutely. I married a girl like that. Yeah. If you know, you, if you're into Motorhead, and oh no, no, just, not a girl like that. <laughs> not a girl, not you a girl a like damn that. Damn good time. You can connect mentally. I hear you. I hear you. In fact, between me and my wife, it's always a comedy of of uh, just how different our tastes are it's when like it comes to watching Oscar movies at and night. Felix kind yeah, of thing. more or less. It's like opposites attract by the yeah. wise uh, Paula Abdul. Yeah, and that's basically what it's like. And uh, oh, I guess I lived that life. But you know what? There's a place for everyone. But Lauren, you are a special lady. Yep. And I think that you just need to accept that and uh, just understand that there uh, ain't many of you around. Nope. But yoga. <laughs> Jake, Jake the Snake called in. Jake. Mike and Jane. It's Stevie. I mean, Jake the Snake. As if we didn't there. know. Um, not calling on the Somebody Pikes called him Stevie. Calling you on the phone phone. Call me on the phone phone. Because um, I realized I forgot some last week. And uh, this uh, call may be a tad bit long. You know, not too long. We're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to push it with the uh, pipes. You don't break shit. Limit. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying that I forgot. Oh, I'm stupid. I forgot the other part of the question of the week last week. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Know, thank I mean, you can I do forgot it. to talk about how I have to defend my uh, title as the horror guy. Horror guy. Yep. You, you know, I really. Don't really have to do it as much, really. Because you wear the creepy mm-hmm. eyeliner. I never had to. <laughs> I mean, but when I do, I sound like the most interesting guy in the world right now. No, do what you? I do, yeah. You know, I mean, I just tell him, "Hey, do you drink Dosakis?" Yeah, and of course, some people bring up, "What about the Saw and Hostel movies?" You think those are entertainment? Ew, that's so gross. Yes. You know, I but what I can say about that is, yo, know, I do find these Saw and Hostile movies entertaining. Who doesn't? But the thing is, if I saw any of those things that happen in the movie in front of my face happening in real life, you'd scream like a girl, yeah, like I would. I would faint. I mean, yeah, I you need both. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably when I do too. watch them, I almost do kind of feel a little sick, but I know that is fake. <laughs> okay, that's the first step, Jake. Today, this week's question of the week uh, about zombie apocalypse. What decade of movies would I bring? Uh-huh. Well, yeah, that's a very good question. I mean. Obviously, I think I'm going to choose the 80s. All right. My favorite era. Okay. But starting from where? And so I think I will start, well, not technically the 80s, but 1978. So that would mean. Dude. 78 to 88. That's mine. Because, nice, well, dude. That starts the uh, granddaddy. 
the father of Halloween, baby. Slasher movies, Halloween. Yep. And of course, the next year we will get Alien. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. He's got. He's like. He, it's like we're on one. We're oh, of one God. mind. Oh, got the birds. Make love. Mind and then melt. yeah, mind then we will get all the cool. We're gonna have some Cronenberg shit going on when we finally meet Jake. Part of the eighties. Then we'll get other cool things like Aliens. Yep. And then we'll get most of the Nightmare Elm Street sequels. All the good ones. Probably three of the Halloween sequels and a few of the Friday the 13th sequels. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, How awesome. Yeah, yeah, we're, that's, that's exactly mine. Uh, I, I will miss a few movies, like... A few of my favorites, like Troll 2 and Scream. <laughs> oh, jeez. But, you know, I got, you know, the Friday movies, Nightmare movies. I got another one of my favorites, Fright Night. I got oh my gosh. the first oh, yeah. two Hellraiser Dude. movies. Oh, my gosh. Two Hellraisers. Oh, me. shit. I'm, I'm cool with that. The best Hellraiser. Oh, yeah, of course. Please. Get Dawn of the Dead if I'm starting in 78. <laughs> yeah, um, and also I want to say... Cool choice of music with the 69 Eyes nice, last dude. week, guys. Oh, man. I, I I love the 69 Eyes. One, because <laughs> very immature reason, but they have 69 <laughs> their name. <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, and, yeah, they have some very good music, too. I mean. Agreed. I love their gothic sound. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Plus, Shane likes one of their album and, covers know, uh, really a lot. I may have a little beef with you. This band, because, well, Ooh. band is where I first heard <laughs> the uh, 69 Eyes, and, yeah, well, I guess to each their own. Yep. I was a huge fan of Jackass. And a Viva uh, La Bam. Dude, that's fine. I mean, yeah, they were That's MTV, fine. It's just it's just weird that that yeah, guy who's so like mainstream and in your face a, is doing it. Had a few good things in their downfall days, like Jackass and. Bam I, I have to admit, so, I laugh my ass off at Jackass yeah, movies, especially. Now. I, there's just hey, some. Okay, there's just some better um, MTV yeah, star. Yeah. There's just some about a big a MTV long, star yeah. who's like pulling Bye-bye. along all these guys. I don't know. I it it just doesn't sit well. Is he? I'm sorry, I started going off on the MTV and the BAMs. Stuff. Yeah, dude, I like that first Jackass movie, but it's like, hey, let's, you know, hey, put a firecracker in my asshole and see dude, if it does explode. I, I have to I, admit, just, I'm not, uh, I'm not above that type of stuff. And it's not that I don't. I mean, I get it. I like that. I never watched the TV show as much, but I did watch the movies. I just don't. For some reason, that guy just seems a little bit insincere. The thing to me. about Bam Margera is he's an overactor. He is right. really trying to go. He's he's that little dude that gets on at the end. And he was that uh-huh. little dude that got in on the end of the jackass. Okay. Where he's like, <laughs> yeah, guys, but watch this. And he'd stuff a car up his butt, even though that was a different dude. I get it. But, that, but that's I get. I, I have I mean, a lovely Knoxville got all that shit rolling because he was doing those weird, you know, skate videos where he's like, yeah, well, I'm going to put some mace in my eyes right. and then shoot myself <laughs> in the chest with a fucking gun. Right. With a, with a, you know, it's like, whoa. And then they go, hey, that guy needs a show. This right. Bam Margera I, reminds me of the guy that I don't even, gone in at the very end. I going, don't even know the history ah. of it. And I do, and I hate to admit that I, you know, sometimes that I do like the Jackass. I laugh my ass off at all three of them. I, for some reason though, it just doesn't seem like he, that, that he's a good 
kind of uh, ambassador for this kind of gothy what you know right. type of rock stuff. I don't know. I, I guess I have really nothing well, against I mean, him. We're turning him into the goth ambassador. The well, well, we the thing is, is like I told. I, I yeah, that's a great point. But like I was saying, I mean, he was in on all sorts of like uh, yeah. Cradle of Filth and he, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, screw that. He likes that kind of music. He's got a TV show, and he, you know, whatever. I know. I know what he, his parents look like, and that's a problem for me. <laughs> They're just like, well, see, the thing about that show, though, uh-huh. Uh-huh. is that his parents know that he's a fraud. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're a fraud, dude. Yep. But he's like, Mom, there is so much money. Dad, if I come in in the middle of the night and slap I put a your... plunger on your fucking face, yeah. just think of the money. You know what? You'll be really pissed like off, but, but you'll be pissed off, but I'll give you a freaking million bucks That's for called it. sellout, lo- loser. All right. I'm calling out our first enemy. On Corpse Cast, Bam. it's Bam Margera. Bam, is he? You are loser, turd. <laughs> uh, I, I we'll, we'll sit here and wait for his response. How's that? I don't think you're as crazy <laughs> as you say you are. Yeah, what are you going to do? Dude. Do you want to duel with me? I don't want to duel with you. I can get crazy, Bam I know Margera. you will. <laughs> I'll shit in a hat and wear it around town. It's easy. That'll be funny shit, too. No, no pun intended. Uh, the Wolfman called back in. Oh, uh, I'm having a little... With see. his Prometheus. Yeah, here he is. This is the final spoiler-filled transmission coming out of the theater with with Prometheus. All right, people, spoiler. This is the Wolfman calling in with my uh, initial thoughts on Prometheus, and really, it's not that many spoilers going to be in here. After all, it's the opening day. I wouldn't do that to y'all. God bless um, Thanks, As promised... Son. Or threatened, depending on how you look at it. Calling in with my thoughts. Going to be brief, though. Not that um, brief. It's first things first. It is a prequel to Aliens, as we all know, what? as we all have come to believe. That said, <laughs> uh, it's not necessarily a horror movie. I would call this more of a straight-up science fiction, maybe a dark sci-fi flick but not necessarily a horror flick. You don't get any stalking or the usual stuff. Ah. Next, and here's where the spoilers come in for those of you who want to tune out while Mike pauses me for probably the third or fourth time this Kiss message. my balls, buddy. Um, <laughs> there is one xenomorph in this film, which, hey, that's fine. That's all we had in Alien, right? Right. Well, that one xenomorph, and here's the spoiler, doesn't do a damn thing. No. That said, I still liked the movie. I just don't know that it will necessarily tide over those big fans of the Alien franchise. I do have to say that they were very, very smart in not calling it Alien or Alien Zero or what have you. I wonder if you see Everybody would be screaming about it. That kind of stuff. Interesting. Uh, I would recommend catching it if you are into the mythology of the franchise, though, because that's where a lot of this comes in. It gives you a chance to see what happened, what developed, where things come from. Though that said, it still doesn't answer the question of where Elephant Man and the ship on in the first film came from. Hmm. That is kind of left up to a certain amount of debate and interpretation. I'm not going to go into deep spoilers here. Because, like I said, opening day, I'm just telling you all what you need to know in order to not be disappointed by the film. As far as the 3D goes, uh, I thought it was actually worth it. 
it was filmed in 3D as opposed to post-processing, though they don't go throwing stuff at you. So if that's what you think 3D is for, get the cheaper ticket. <laughs> Piranha. On the other that's hand, it does was. give you more of an immersive feel in the film I like that. because you get a that huge more. amount of depth into the scenery that's going on, which when you're dealing with space and the sort of huge vistas that Scott's dealing with is kind I heard of that it was, it was giant. One thing about the movie. At any rate, I will leave y'all with that before this thing cuts me off. This is the Wolfman signing out. You know, I haven't been this like interested That's in right a movie out in a long the time, gate, dude. He's calling right out of the theater. And, and right? I'll tell you what, I've heard I've heard both good and bad things yeah. about it. So I I'm still kind of holding my breath. But the thing is, is it, it sounds like it's a huge movie. It sounds like the depth is unbelievable. But I, I don't know. I've heard a lot of bad things, so I'm just gonna kind of go into it. You know, excited to see it, but holding my breath, but not getting too high on it. Baby steps. Exactly. Uh, anyways, we've got one more voicemail. Um, Who that? We just, we just got him to call in. It was uh, the Morsi of Utah. Oh, the Mr. Morsi Jesus Utah. enslaves himself, Chris. Hey, motherfuckers. Whoa. How you doing? This is Mr. Jesus enslaves, <laughs> a.k.a. the Morsi of Utah. I think he's really enjoying that. <laughs> not a whole lot to say. I don't have a whole decade of movies to take with me during the zombie just like, apocalypse. I'll take deep I have throat, one and movie, Zombieland. Oh, really? Okay. Because it has a lot of great instructions on yeah, how to survive a, a zombie apocalypse. That's, an, that's like an instructional video. I, I need get it. during a zombie apocalypse. So there's that. Um, I do. I want to say Cardio. something that I I may have to take back something I said about the do. Some movies take things too far because, and I fully blame both of you for the scars in my brain. Oh, shit. For the human centipede. <laughs> I watched both of the movies, and I can't get that time back from oh, my life. Oh, I come on. I haven't seen them. Scrub I love my brain them. clean I love of them. the horrific, horrificness. I just laugh. It's that. funny. Horrificness set is of movies. It's horrible. I wish I could take it back. I'm going to blame Shane. He has a similar thing. Where he blames me for something. Oh, what do you this blame me for? Payback coming back around to me. I don't know how the fuck that <laughs> Karma. works. Some right stupid Karma. shit. Either way, thanks a lot for ruining a, a good four hours of my life. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's really all I've got today. It's been a long week, you know. Sure, dude. Shit we get happens. You. We get you. And, uh, oh yeah, the, being the horror guy, you know, I don't really, I don't have to justify being the horror guy. I agree with what everybody said last, on the last podcast. Yep. Um, the thing I always end up justifying myself for is being the atheist in the room. <laughs> and, uh, you know, being Mr. Jesus and slaves, Mike. Oh you, yeah. You, I think you know what I'm talking about. That's <laughs> most of what I have to oh, it's so funny, dude. justify <laughs> to people. You know, he has a pretty so, good sport uh, about that shit, though, yeah. the first Have time awesome that we hung out. Have an awesome podcasting this tonight. I uh, hope this isn't too late, and uh, no, you're love in, you guys. Buddy. Go fuck yourselves. All right, we'll do it. We'll do both yeah, of I that. still haven't seen the, the, the... Watch him. No matter what he says, they're I great. Watch him. They're good. Really Watch him. They're good. Watch him. I'm saying to you, they're good. Watch him. Okay? Uh... Are you going to trust me or a guy who wears a t-shirt that says Jesus uh, and slaves? I'm going to trust him. <laughs> dude, he's an atheist. You know, you know what's funny about Chris? is The first thing I said to him, dude, 
does Jesus really enslave? I, you know, I, I, I'm surprised he doesn't hate my guts, but you know, it was all in good fun. I'm just giving him shit. And isn't well, that's that what the beauty about? about having opposing points of view? Let, let me tell you something. I, a wise man once said that life is a series of bitter disappointments. disappointments. And yeah. you know what? What we can do to make it happy, to, to make it light, to have fun. That's what it's all about. And that's why life is a beer, bitter. Uh, li- life is a series of bitter disappointments. Crack open, crack the skull. open the skull. No, no brain inside. inside. Yep. Nobody eats tonight, which is sad. Which which is a bummer. That's another bitter disappointment. In that and song. I say shambalagam bum ding dong. <laughs> awesome, dude, Chris. Oh, I freaking love you, man. <laughs> I'm such a dick. But anyway, uh, that, that that's all we got. Good job. But here here we go. Here Back. here's my here's my ten year period. Okay. okay, I'll start with mine. Like I said, I'm right with Jake. You start with seventy eight. You get Halloween. I spit on your grave. Dawn of the Dead. Martin. Another George Romero. Yeah, pardon me. And like I said, I went all the way through 88, so I'm cheating on one year. Right. But I figure since I made the question, I get to cheat a little bit, okay? Oh, so, no, that's so, not the way that works. No, it you is. Get to make, it is oh, okay. Uh, can, can I claim ignorance on math? And, you know, and sure. So, okay, how about, sure. how about I do that? Guy that deals with math and, and stuff. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay. I'm going to claim ignorance for this one purpose, though. But let me tell you something. 88, though, I had to have... I had to have Halloween in 78, but I also had to have 88 because in that you have such awesome movies as Black Roses, which by the way, we are doing for the show. Black if, Rose, if you've Black never Rose. seen it, dude, oh, exactly, but it's way better than that. Um, the Blob, American Gothic, Cheerleader Camp, Deadly Dreams, Child's Play, Brain Damage, Friday the 13th Part 7, which is one of my favorites, but I think the reason I stretched it out to 88 was Hellraiser 2. I needed well, Hellraiser yeah. 2. Or I needed Halloween and I needed Hellraiser 2. And what what was that 82? Uh no, no 88. 88. Yeah. yeah. So, Shit. oh my gosh, there's so many good ones. There, there's a few good ones I'll miss. Uh uh 89 there was Nightmare on Elm Street, Sleepaway Camp. Right, what was Hellraiser? Hellraiser was uh I believe it was like oh my gosh, like 87. I think, oh. or maybe, maybe not quite. I'm not, I can't, for some reason I'm drawing a blank on that one, but I'm pretty sure it was right around there. Um, but I get all the Halloween, all, all the best Halloweens, all the best Hellraisers, the best Friday the 13th, the best Nightmare on Elm Streets, Savage Streets, The Changeling, Fog, Motel Hell, Evil Dead 1 and 2, Fun House, My Bloody Valentine, The Prowler, Prince of Darkness, Abra, blah, blah, blah. Oh, the list goes really, on and really. on and on. Dude, you, like I, I'm just saying, uh, uh, the t-shirt you're wearing right now, Return of the Living Dead, I get that one. Uh, Life what year? Force. What year was that? 87. It's 87, it I think. 87, yeah. 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 I don't know. Shit. The Thing, John Carpenter's The yeah. Thing, dude. So there you go. What year? That's, 87? I can't remember The Thing. I think, oh, I think The Thing is 82. I think it's 82, but I can't remember exactly. Um, I do miss... He's two. holding up like a whole... Paper right well, now listen, going, it, you, blah, you blah, think blah. I go to work and work? No, I go to work and make lists like this. And I thought about it like literally <laughs> the last minute. Well, listen, I've got, like, a, I got a lot of free time. Oh, yeah, work. well, I've got my notes here. Listen, too. I'm going to miss two of my very favorite movies of all time, though. Okay. But I could not miss Halloween and I could not miss Hellraiser 2. Um, the Ninth Gate, which is 99, which is probably my favorite horror movie of all time. Yeah. I love that movie. You and uh, Johnny did that on the Cadaver Classic, or Cadaver Indies. I can't, no, not the Ninth no, Gate. No, 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 no. That was, that was you asking him about. Okay. You've never seen that? And he was like, no, I never saw it. Oh, dude, that. it's amazing. I like, it, what are it's you? It's freaking amazing. Idiot! And I also am going to miss Army of Darkness, which is another one of my favorites that I watch all the time, especially with the kids, because there's... You know, not a whole lot of shit that I got to hide from the kids. But there you go. That's my 10 years. I need everyone to help me out with my list. 
because I'm going 73 to 83. Oh, man. I'm going Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. But you're I'm also doing Jaws. 11 years. You're doing I'm 11 going... years, dude. Just so you know, 73 to 83, all the way through is 11 years. Okay. Well, that's fine. But I'm going to miss <laughs> out on a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, You've yeah. got the first Friday the 13th. Oh. No. you got 73 to 83. The first Friday the 13th was 81. 81. Yep. Well, I'm saying 83. You're... Yeah, but you're going to miss the first Nightmare on Elm Street, which is 84. Oh, I know. Yeah. Plug in and say 7383. What are the movies that I'm missing? Because I'm saying Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, oh, yeah. Friday the 13th, uh, Halloween, uh, Jaws. Oh my gosh. Um, it, this is a hard question because there's so many movies that I could, I don't feel like I could live without. Yeah. And they just don't all fit in the same 10 years. I came unprepared, but I was like, man, that's my, that's my decade right I there. I will take it, brother. But we will take I it. know there's some super, super good stuff. <laughs> I know right. the Elephant Man's in there, too. I can't remember. That, what I that love is. that movie. It's not really. It's, it's horror, horror to me. Plus, it's, it's creepy. Uh, it's what's his name? It's Mr. Eraserhead. Climb in your underpants and watch that movie and then turn the lights <laughs> out and go to bed. <laughs> and I double dog was... dare you not to go. Ew, is that weirdo Freako <laughs> or behind me? Ew. Listen, Anthony Hopkins was amazing in that movie. Yeah. And I get you. I hear you. Treves. Anyhow, That's all I got. All right, so let's do this. We're going to go ahead and play one minute of Graves from Web of Dharma. Yes. And then uh, we'll be right back to chat about it. And I can't
two, two, two websites I have to tell you about All before right. we bust this nut. All right. All I've right. got to tell you about these two websites. Okay. You've got michaelgraves.net. Okay. And Dr. Chud's xward.com. What? And the reason why I say that is because we are going to talk about graves. The web of Dharma. That's right, baby. From May 2002. Do you have a, uh, a count on the minutes on that 23 album? 23 minutes and 26 seconds, which is funny because it has nine tunes all clocking in total at 23 minutes. Wow. Yeah, that's, dude. That's good. It's pretty short. The, the, the reason why I wanted to bring those two websites up is okay. because there's this conflict that went on back in the day. Oh, dear. Between Dr. Chud and Michael Graves. Oh, really? About who wrote what. Oh, crap. And when I was researching... Dude, the Misfits and their can... whole deal, they have a lot of this stuff hey, man, going dude. on. Man. I've got a game for you later, by the way. Okay. You're going to enjoy this. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, there's this big conflict going on back in the day. It was like 2002. I mean, the band was literally together just for a short time. Right. They recorded the album in, in like November of 2001. Uh-huh. By September 2002, they're done. done. Oh, really? And, and, and yeah, and they, they got into this kind of conflict of who wrote what and who wrote what. It's know. like the Misfits curse, dude. And it was right there when the digital started to happen where it was like you could bundle up the MP3s right. and sell them on the website. Uh-huh. And I remember like Michael Graves had that album for sale on his website. And then Dr. Chud was going, I own the rights to that. And you, really, but here's the thing is, when I when I went to those websites, none of them have this album. Oh, really? Spotify. It is not on Spotify. No. Oh, really? Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know where you're going to find this album. I went to Amazon.com to try and find this CD copy. It's not there either. Oh, really? Where did where really where where would you go to find it then? I don't know. You got to find some good buddies that own it that'll. <laughs> Let you borrow that's a how, digital that's how copy. I got it. I, I have a friend named uh, I don't know if you've heard of him, Shane Diablo. Uh, recorded November two thousand one. Uh, like I said, by September two thousand two, the band was broke up and done. Nice. Graves started a band right recently, you know, slightly after that called Gotham Road. Okay. Well, doesn't and, he do a lot of solo stuff as well? Yeah, he's he's like on this uh, acoustic guitar thing. Is he the is he the uh, the Morrissey of Lodi, New Jersey? He could very well be, but I will say this. Okay. The, the pay, if you go on tour as an acoustic act, all you got to do is get in the pinto, head right. to the club, and you know, it's, it's, it's easy peasy lemon squeezy. Sure. Way, you know? Sure. Absolutely. Um, Dr. Chud. Now we're talking about great Michael Graves that was the lead singer for the, you know, famous monsters. For my era. favorite, my favorite misfits, unapologetically, my favorite misfits albums, so, uh, American sure. Psycho and Famous Monsters. Um, so he was the singer for that era, and Doctor Chud was the drummer. For oh, that era. okay, okay. So cool. you're talking about so when everything went haywire with the misfits, whatever happened, mm-hmm. Chud and Graves said, "We're out. We're going to start our own thing." Okay. So that's where this band, Graves, and these, this album, Web of Dharma, come together. Um, the band recorded a demo album that never, ever came out, which is kind of weird to me because I'm, I'm thinking, well, there's a, 
Apparently, there was a handful of songs they recorded that they never even never made it to Web of Dharma. Oh, really? Never made it anywhere. Interesting. But they were uh, crazy. <laughs> Dude, it seems no, no, no. Just let me let me stop you right there for a second. Okay. It seems like the misfits, the whole like from the, the time they started till maybe you know, I mean, I, I don't know how long it lasted, but it seems like there's kind of a kind of you know how there's a poltergeist curse, how everybody's dying and shit. Yeah. It seems like with the from from um, you know what I know about the misfits and, and the members and stuff like that, they're they're going through a lot of copyright issue stuff, like over and over and over. It, it, it's just like if you've been a part of that band, you kind of turn into a guy who gets all militant about the copyright. If you're from shit. New Jersey, oh okay, uh, and you know, you that's working, a great. Point. I mean, I mean, the family is from a steel mill. Jerry only yep. and okay. uh, gorgeous Frankenstein, whatever his name is, uh-huh. Doyle von Frankenberg. Yep, they're brothers. <laughs> they grew up in the steel mill. Oh, era. I didn't know that. We right. own, uh, you know, it's 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 a fight. It's a it's a cock fight of. Well, they're they're trying to to release the shackles of their their blue collar steel mill shit and get to the rock. Exactly. Absolutely, I hear you. I hear I. Yeah, and I honestly, that. I will say this about this album: you can hear a hell of a lot of influence from famous monsters. Oh, oh, dude, without a doubt, on this album, which brings the question: I mean, when you got Jerry Only and Doyle and Chud. Right. And Michael Graves uh-huh. in the room and they're writing tunes. I'm seeing more Chud and more Graves writing tunes for that album. I, oh, I hear what you're saying. That, that I am that's, saying, you know. That's a good point. Cause I mean, it's like, just like you said, here, here's the thing. I don't know if, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. Cause there's a lot of stuff where it's like, for instance, uh, it was really cool to hear the familiar wailing of Michael Graves. You yeah. Know, it was re- I mean, there was a lot of stuff that was similar. However, the music, I, I I don't know. I guess I kind of ooh, it, it's difficult because I don't know about this album. Is kind of is kind of what I'm saying. Interesting. The, the I mean I do love Famous Monsters and I do love American Psycho, but I didn't love this album. It you know basically as we're going through, there were some decent tunes. You know, sure. it was really easy to listen to. However, it was kind of all just like fluff to me. I mean, there was nothing that really, you know how when you yeah, listen to I an can, album, I can see that you listen to it. I'm like, like, like for the, for instance, the other day we're listening to Alison Chain's facelift. You know, when you're like, you can, we're listening to love, hate, love, right. and you're just like, you can feel it like in your gut that Lane Staley was pulling that stuff and he was like emoting. Yeah. That. And he was really getting into it. For this, for this album though, I didn't get into that. I was just kind of like, oh, they're just kind of going through the motions to put it out. It does this album. seem lacking in like, you know, but Die Monster Die played with these guys. Okay. Graves. Graves. Themselves. Okay. The band. And, you know, and it felt that way because, you know, um, you know, we came in and set all our stuff up and did all the, you know, got ready for the show or okay. whatever. Uh-huh. And each one of the guys, I mean, as far as like Michael Graves, he came in and did his sound check with the PA guy. And uh-huh. Check, check. Did you play here in Salt Lake? Yeah. It Where was at? here. It was at the Five Monkeys down. I don't know. You know I don't know. It's on like 48th and State. <laughs> okay. And then he left. And then Chud came in to do his sound oh, check. Oh, really? There was no, there was no let's do it together live to do a sound oh, I check. I see. Interesting. You know? okay. And then there's a big story at the very end about payments and whatnot where I freaked the shit out on them. And they're did like, you call anybody hey, a dude, cunt? That's cool. That's cool. You didn't call anybody a cunt, did you? No, but it, <laughs> no, but they, what happened was that, you know, we, we, 
we were we we're pimping it. DMD sure, was pimping it. Like, hey, it's like it, like you do, like Die Monster Die does. Yeah, we we bought an ad in Slug Magazine and all this shit. I hate Slug Magazine. And then they they came in and they were just really standoffish. And at the end of the night, you know, they walked over to the the bartender, going, um, you know, we made a thousand dollars. But you guys owe us another 500 bucks. And I happened to be standing there drinking a beer and it was like, wait a minute. And I, I just said, let me tell you how much money we made right. tonight. Was it just you two on that? On that well, it was Michael Graves and Chud and me standing well, there. Well, what I'm saying is, did you guys, were there any other bands that no, played that night? No, it was just okay. Die Monster cool. Die. And he threw down the, hey, we're going to play Die Monster Die. Thank you, Die Monster Die right. for playing whatever. Right. But. You know, they're at the bar and, and I'm just like, I just, I'm listening to them scrabble and squabble or whatever the fuck over. Right. They, they made a thousand dollars that night. We made jack shit. Right. And so I was like, it's Let amazing me to tell me that, you how much money we made tonight. It's amazing though to think about a thousand dollars for Graves, who has actually already been in the Misfits and Judd, yeah. to come in and only make a grand. And what it, the shit, dude? I mean that. I mean, I don't know. Listen, I've never been part of this industry or anything like that. But it seems to me that if you're in the Misfits and you're only going for a grand, I, I don't know. That seems like that seems like peanuts to me, man. I know, but it's you know, it's that's what you know when you leave a band like the Misfits. And I, you're I just back down point. to, you've got to restart. Point. People are going, who, what, where? What, they got a new band going on? Oh, what? Well, I hear it. You know? I, I get it. Okay. Um, you know, you can't find this on Spotify. You can't buy it anywhere. Um, I'm kind of with you on the, it's, it, it, it's a good album. I love the tunes that are on the album. I just don't know how much effort really went into it well there, there's some catchy songwriting i, I without like a the doubt songs. without a doubt i mean i mean the th- here here's my take of it and this is kind of usually when we sit down you know on a monday i'll go i'll head into work and i'll be like all right what album should i you know do i need to listen to for the shows this weekend and uh i, I threw this in and i'll tell you what it didn't command my listening right. it was just like it went on in the background there was nothing in there that really struck me to be like, oh, you know, this is bad to the bone, you know. It just kind of went through. There was a couple of parts where it seemed like, uh, just like you were saying, it seemed like uh, Graves era misfits, but it just, yeah. it was still missing something. Yeah. I did, I really, it, it's not that the tunes were bad, it's just that it didn't affect me at all. And it's hard to explain because, because I mean, I listened to it and I'm like, why, why isn't this registering with me? Right. Why, I mean, why isn't this, you know, making an impact on me? And I just like, I don't know. I and don't know what it is. You've it just got seems this like they're going giant crew of people that are in Lodi, New Jersey. Right. Chud and Graves and Jerry and everything. And it's just, it's coincidence that they get together. Sure. And then, and Famous Monsters was a, uh, an amazing album. If you put this next to it, it doesn't. It, it, it peters doesn't, out. Yeah, it's like it, it's like yeah. a shell of it. And I think this was their attempt, and I thought it was a well done attempt at going. Well, you know what, big steamroller misfits. Right. We're going to go ahead and quit, and we're going to move on. I enjoy almost every single song on this album. I think it lacks in power or feeling. recording feeling. Yeah. Um I and love like his I said, vocal. I, don't... I love his lyrics. I love. I love the. You know, there's little drum things that, as a drummer, you listen to. You're like, oh, I love the way he did that. Right. I mean, I, they're they're good enough songs. I just don't know if I'm 
if I'm enjoying famous monsters, if I'm soaking you know, from that, or right. if I'm, uh, you know, going. It, it was difficult for me to sit here and, and to understand why this wasn't, why it wasn't clicking with me. And to, even now, it's like you say you enjoyed almost every song on it or every song on it. Right. It's like, yeah, I mean, mo- none of them like sucked. I mean, I didn't feel like skipping one every time I listened to it. Shit, I mean, it's only 20 minutes long. So right, it's like right. I could listen to it 50 times in a day. The thing is, is I just, I, it just didn't click for me, man. I, mean, I just don't know. I mean, I would say buy this album, but mm-hmm. I don't know who even, I mean, you can't find it. Right. You can't find it from one songwriter. You can't find it from the other songwriter. I, I, would I just, think this is one that just goes into the depths of dying. And, I, and I wonder if that's just another indication of the fact that not a lot of feeling and heart was put into this. Well, I sure. wonder because there, that's kind of the feeling I got from it was, you know, that there wasn't a, you know, a ton of, of, um, I don't know heart that went into it. I can. See I don't know. That. And do I, I feel? I, I don't know. I hate to say that because it's like, as I'm listening to the songs, I'm like, this is a catchy tune. This is a solid tune. Yeah. This sounds like something that would come off of Famous Monsters a little bit. Yeah. But it's just not there. It doesn't do it for me. Now I've heard that Michael Graves he does a lot of great solo stuff and acoustic stuff like that, but I haven't really heard any of it. I, I'm I'm not a big fan of that. Oh, stuff is that is that because right? Essentially, what it all breaks down to at the end of the day, when he goes on tour mm-hmm. as an acoustic act, he's doing famous monster songs oh, right? by himself. Saturday he's doing night, some graves. Yeah, you know, he sits there with an acoustic. Saturday, it's which a great, I love that song. It's a, awesome. I love that song. It's a great way to make a little coin in your pocket. Sure, but you know, I mean, um, yeah, I to me, I would say this is like one of those horror punk albums that really popped off right when everyone was going whoa wait you know you know (laughs) misfits were gone right and here's two guys from the misfits that are going to go ahead and do it maybe they were just trying to cash in on that this this didn't make an impression on me at all very well could have been a cash like i said but i i disagree only in the sense that i think there was some serious listening to this album i kind of went I think I know where everything from Famous Monsters came from, and right, it wasn't makes... Jerry only, and it that. sure as hell wasn't Doyle. All right. I think it was Chud, and I think it was Michael Graves that wrote I, Famous Monsters. And I totally see, I totally understand what you mean by that, but still, this didn't make an impression on me. And yeah. I, and for me, I would say, I, w- I would just say, listen, I mean, this stuff, if you want to hear this stuff, but actually good, go check out Famous Monsters or American Psycho. You know, I honestly think yeah. that I am. I mean, I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to be too negative because it's not like I want to insult. You know, sure. th- this music that the, that they've put together and and whatnot. But this just didn't do anything for me. And yeah. whether it's my fault or it's their fault, that's you know that remains to be seen. But the thing is, is I just you know this just kind of was like, oh, that was it. Okay, fine. Let's move on to the next thing. To be perfectly honest with you, yeah, I listened to the Sixty Nine Eyes over and over <laughs> this whole week. Mowing your lawn, you was like, no, oh, dude, damn, I was like dead and gone over and over i think i agree with you on the point that it was not a labor of love because they wouldn't have they they would make this thing available whoever the the, the power is out there whether it's chud or graves or whatever maybe they've just agreed to just let it all die okay but i would say this is something to check out you know it's it's got a little more poppy more punky feel it does it it doesn't have the 
recording quality that Famous Monsters has. By yeah, no but means. that doesn't. I mean, I don't. I don't know if it was that that bothered me at all. I mean, because I'm. I mean, I we I've heard plenty of albums that I love that you know maybe the 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 sound quality or the sound engineer wasn't top notch or whatever. And I, I wish this was an album that that I could say, okay, we're disagreeing on this for sure. sure. Mm-hmm. And I wish this was an album that was available either on Spotify um, or on disc to buy. So people just listen to the one minute of. Uh, I'm going to make the one minute so shitty, so people agree with me. <laughs> I just, but I mean, I'm just teasing. How about how about if you email me, Shane at corpsecollective.com, we can chat about the band and. Hell, maybe I'll send you a copy of it. Okay. Right. Nobody seems to give a shit about it, no, right? No, I don't know. No, I... Well, you don't, and uh, <laughs> and apparently Chud and uh, Graves don't. I'm just saying, give it a listen, because there's I some, don't think there's some catchy tunes. It's, I don't think it's bad. I, I wasn't like... It right. wasn't like, what was that, Dead by April or whatever oh, no, whatever that no. was. It wasn't Nothing's that. Nothing's that bad. It wasn't that the bad. in the waters. But it was just like, oh, fudge, you know, I, I this just isn't doing it for me. It's just got more of a poppy punk sensibility which, to which, it. Which, you know, you say poppy punk in a lot of instances I like. Yeah. Just not in this one. Just not, yeah. And and the recording quality could have been way better. But well, there you, go. I mean, you can't find it on Spotify. You can't find it on Amazon. You might find it on eBay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with or the horror, you can find it by, by emailing shanacorpuscollective.com. Yeah. Or maybe <laughs> I can help you out with just, uh, you know, streaming it for you so you can wink, wink, so you can... Uh, <laughs> So you can listen to it. Sure. It's something worth listening to and, right. you know, and uh, calling your own decisions on it. But I, I don't know what to call it. I don't, yeah. I wouldn't say it. You're saying what? I, I'm saying almost just don't even, ah, man, it's hard because it's, it's, I, I get that it's not bad, but I'm never going to listen to this one again. I mean, to be, to be, what's born. your favorite songs? Um, the, the thing is, is my favorite song on this album and is, is called Iridescent White Lights, which I think is the last song on the album, but it just seems a little contrived. Yeah. Iridescent white lights, you know, it's, I don't know. But the thing is, is, I mean, you, it starts, it's so weird because I listen to them and, you know, sometimes when we talk about movies, we talk about albums, I start to like get into them a little bit more as we're talking about right. them. And I'm starting to feel that temptation right now. But I just remember listening to this all the way through and nothing made an impression. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite tunes on the album were uh, One Million Light Years From Her. Now, yeah. that's the kickoff tune. Dude. All right. I One Million to... Light Years From Her? Yeah. That's a love song, baby. Yeah, but the Amber, problem... Amber, Amber, <laughs> I'm over here, baby. But my problem is, is that is physically impossible. Okay. So I, I don't get So don't you know... <laughs> so don't you know I love Tell Me I loved Ophelia I I, 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 I like the I like the vocals I like if uh, I yeah. if I could if I could get with the guys first I'd slap them and say quit being douchebags because <laughs> you just came out of this band I know you guys think you're all you're everybody's business right 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 let's get a good rock and roll album together I I, I think the songs are solid enough they could if they were mixed recorded with the passion that they had when that, they were just youngsters in the in the misfits famous monsters thing just that i think that's the that's my biggest complaint is there didn't seem to be much passion not only in the recording but just in the in the execution of the tunes but do you do you disagree or do you agree that i'm almost willing to bet 
the bank, the house, and the car uh-huh. uh, that <laughs> Chud and Graves put ninety percent of the oh, no, no, no. I, songwriting after into listening Famous to Monsters. this. After listening to this, I agree. However, there was a feeling, there was a spirit in Famous Monsters yeah. that is that that lacks on this. I totally agree. But with musically, that. you're probably right. I totally agree with All that. Right. There was something lacking from that album. But listening to it, I went you you could just hear all those nuances yep, of you could. oh you guys wrote that the album same, it was the same harmonies the same kind of refrain stuff like that yeah you, i mean i agree I totally, it's obvious that is, jerry only doesn't do anything because we know <laughs> what he does with devil's rain i mean it's good enough for what it is i like the devil's rain <laughs> but it's not famous monsters no it's not and there's no doubt about that but Agreed. yeah i'm saying um I'm saying get a hold of me at Shane at CorpseCollective.com if you have any interest in this album right, because cool. there's no buy or... That's um, amazing that you can't get this album. I mean, that's... Yeah, I, I'm shocked. I, dude, I'm I looked everywhere. Winning. That's why I went to their individual... Not even like you know, on Amazon or anything like that. There's no copies nothing. available. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's it. All right. Okay. Maybe on iTunes. Weird. I don't know. I didn't check iTunes. Maybe check there. That's all I've got. I do have... <laughs> A little game for you, sir. Oh, let's, okay, let's do this thing. All right, listen to me. All right. All right. They're all from Lodi, New Jersey. Yeah, and we've heard, we've heard, they've the been in the tour bus. Right, right. They've all seen each other's assholes and penises. <laughs> they've peed in each other's butt. There's nothing that happens. can be hidden. Sure, absolutely. I mean, if we're talking the whole era of Lodi, New Jersey, Danzig. <laughs> yep. Jerry only, Doyle, Graves, Chud, all of it. Right, okay. So we've got Graves. We've okay. got Danzig. Okay. And we've got Misfits. Okay. Now, this little game I've got for you is called <laughs> Where Did These Lyrics Come From? What the okay. shit? All right. Okay. All right. Lay them on me. So I'm going to say the lyrics to okay. you, and you're going to say it's either Graves, <laughs> it's either Misfits, or it's either Danzig. Oh, Are shit. you ready? Yeah. Inside your feeble brain. <laughs> I gotta see my goddamn handwriting. Inside your feeble brain, there's probably a whore. If you don't, what the hell did I right there? If you don't blank your mouth, you're gonna get floored. If you don't shut your mouth, you're gonna get floored. Okay. Inside your feeble brain, there's probably a whore. If you don't shut your goddamn mouth, you're gonna get floored. I'm going to say that's Graves. That's oh, Misfits. shit, damn it. That's Danzig. All right, damn it. Well, I'm no good at Danzig. All right, here we go. Begin the sucking sun wakes me up at night. The ghost of innocence turns out the light. That's Misfits. That's Graves. And not oh, can't breathe. <laughs> maybe maybe my opinion my on this was sucked because, uh, because I don't even know this shit. Yeah. Garbage can. <laughs> Acid trip. I am. Living in a world of felines, food, and trash. Uh, that's, uh, Danzig. Eh. Oh my gosh. That's after gross. all the, after all the, uh, after all like the, the Danzig memes with cats, that's not it. I, I'm shitty at this game. All right. I think you're going to get this one. Oh, please. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I can feel it move me. Feel it shove me as I break the law. Said, yeah. I can feel it jabbing. Cuts the numbness and I come alive. Yeah. Danzig. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. You're doing all right, baby. Finally. 
All right. I've only got a couple of more of those. All right. Hit me. Hit me. This is ridiculous. (laughs) If I cut off your arms and I cut off your legs, would you still love me anyway? Would you still love me anyway? All right. Ding, 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 ding. You got that. Going to dance in the death of life. Take the hand. Enter the world. Just remember, you will surely die. Never sell. Evil for lies. Gonna give to you the kiss of life. That's uh, that's misfits as well. Oh no 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 no! That's dancing. That's dancing off off Lucifuge. Yeah yeah okay. All right, last one, and then I am done with this horse shit. All right. In blood, their names were written. To hell, their souls committed. Three hundred years have passed. The book still binds. Corbus still awaits. I think that's a misfits. Ding 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 yes. ding ding ding. ding. What that's album was that off of? The Devil's Reign. Yeah, that that's yeah, was, yeah. Yeah. to hell above above devil's reign. Yeah. The soul that's gone, but the book is still binds. No, no. Oh, cool. So you, you, I think you awesome. won that. That was a ding, 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 <laughs> and a ding. So you won. All right. I seven win. out of, I win. Four out of seven. I win. Good job. I win four out of seven, baby. Good job. Baby. All right. So we're going to come back, uh, talk about, uh, Rec 2, but nice. we're going to, we're going to, we're going to give you a little bit of a, uh, a refresher on Rec. So there you go. Sweet. <laughs> Sabe cómo funciona. Documentación exhaustiva, así que grábelo todo. We're gonna we're back. We're gonna be talking about Rec Two um, from 2009. Now, listen, I we're gonna be both this week. Have, have you ever seen Rec before this week? I watched both of them. Yeah, I watched both of them. But had, had you seen Rec before this week? I had never seen it, but you had seen Quarantine. I had, and then I went, ah, right, okay, that's where it came from. Sure. All right. So, but, but I'm just gonna throw out a big, um, I guess, a big. Warning that uh, we can't be held responsible for spoilers for Rec. Yeah, and Rec Two. The thing is, is in order to talk about Rec Two, you kind of need to talk about the spoilers from Rec. Sure, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, um, like I said, this uh, Rec came out. Well, let's do this real quick. Okay. Rec. I guess what well, what it is called is a kind of a. Uh, we're gonna go back. We're gonna revisit Rec because yeah, the thing that's... is, that this movie is just kind of an extension. Of uh, exactly. it's the same story, 
but just kind of an extension. As, of and we'll get into it, the reason why we're doing Rec 2 or where it splits off. Right. But when I when you said, hey, we're doing Rec 2, I kind of went, why aren't we doing Rec? Right. Then I watched Rec. Right. And I went, oh, it's quarantine. I, it's, it's, it's where quarantine got the entire idea. Well, you know, better. it's funny because quarantine, which is the remake of Rec, is a... Uh, it took the idea and it took a lot of actual shots right from wreck itself but it kind of it kind of took a different um oh. a different path down you know to explain what was going on right when i watched i watched quarantine 2 this week as well Uh-oh. just oh, quarantine to go, as okay. well and that's and that's uh they're in an airport Oh, oh, so you watch Quarantine 2, like the actual Quarantine 2. Yeah, I watched now, Quarantine, Quarantine 2, Wreck. Oh, and you Wreck did. Two. So yeah. you've been watching the shit out of these. Yeah. Now, now let me, let me tell you, let me, let me bring something up. Okay. Listen, I didn't, it's not like I hated Quarantine, you know, in itself. I mean, Jennifer Carpenter, I'm a big fan of Dexter. Yeah. And I think she does a good job in Dexter. So, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, she did Quarantine, which is an obvious complete ripoff of Wreck. Um, down to the point of, um, you know, stealing shots from Rick. From I thought it was a complete rip. And you know, it wasn't thing, an homage. No, it was, oh, no, it was no, a no. rip. The only difference is is that uh, the reasoning for the outbreak was a little bit different in quarantine. I, I mean, I don't know why they decided to do this, but it was a little bit just more high. This is a virus right, type of deal. Right. Whereas in Rec, if you've seen Rec, you uh, you know that there's um, you know, a whole uh, quote unquote religious angle to it you right. know all that stuff it actually gets explored a lot more in rec too but let's, let's go over rec a little bit um let me just tell you first of all rec 2 got a 6.6 on the imdb rec 1 just regular rec got a 7.6 on the imdb um which totally i i totally agree with in fact uh Wreck actually scared me, man. I mean, I was watching that the first time I ever saw that. I didn't know what to expect. I was like, here's this wreck. Everybody's raving about this new Spanish film called Wreck. I'm going to watch it. And, it's, and it actually scared the shit out of me. I'm way late on the Wreck movies. Well, you know, that happens. Whatever. I, I will say, though, that hands down, Wreck is better than Quarantine. Well, because, I mean, literally down to everything was so much more believable in Wreck well, than it was. I mean, from the the fireman, her right, acting, right. everything about. Right. It's like, throw all that shit in you the know, garbage. And, and the thing is, is, it's not like Quarantine was a shitty movie. Yeah. You know, because if I hadn't seen Wreck, I would have really enjoyed Quarantine, I feel like. But let's let's talk about this. Um, Wreck... Uh, let's talk about the, the sequels to both movies. Quarantine 2. How did you like Quarantine 2? I didn't like it, it at all. It sucked the balls. It was like you went with Rec 2, they went on the good path. Absolutely. And I don't even know what the hell they did with Quarantine 2. I, the thing is, is I think that um, because of, I mean, like I said, it was so similar, but because of the way Rec went, it kind of opened up to the mythology that was that was exploited in Rec 2. You know, right, and, right. and whereas, oh, you know, quarantine was more of a regular old high. This is an outbreak that turned you into freaking Yeah, it's zombies. a virus. And yeah. I just don't Which see is fine. where they came up with a guy with rats. Well, and whatever. For a, re- for a quarantine, sure. too. It's, I, I mean, as soon as I started <laughs> watching Rec 2, I went, 
I'm going with that. Well, Subtitles it, and everything, I'm going that and, way. And here's the thing, too. I mean, it seems like, okay, so I'm not, I'm not like complaining about Stage 6, the uh, distributor, but it's not like a hot... It, it, basically, you're relegated to movies like Stage 6. However, there was one movie... Oh, my gosh, I can't... Session 9 was a Stage 6, I believe, which was an amazing movie. However, Stage 6 movies are typically not that great. Uh-huh. And that's where Quarantine 2 went. You know, basically, it was Outbreak on a Plane and right. Outbreak yeah. in a uh, in an airport terminal and, and all that shit, too. And it just... I mean, it was all right. It wasn't that good. It kind of reminded me of a sci-fi version of a film. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah it was okay. I I enjoyed it enough. However, I like the big fat guy just freaking going. <laughs> yeah. That was like the you best You and me part. both. That was my favorite part. I agree. I agree. Because <laughs> I do that sometimes when I fly anyways. They gotta <laughs> Rook, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so, I mean, I mean, if you, if you judge these movies and you judge them based on their sequels, there's no doubt about which one is better. Absolutely. But, being the guy that I am in enjoying the kind of religious slash satanic stuff, you know, yeah. wreck is the way to go on this. Um, like I said, uh, IMDb gave this a 6.6, wreck 2. Uh, it was written directed by the same guys who did wreck, which is, ja- uh, I don't know how you say this shit. Uh, Yame Belaguero and Paco Plaza. I know okay. that's totally shitty. Um, actually, it's funny because I, I had uh, Yame Balaguero also directed a movie that I that I actually like and I enjoy uh, called uh, Darkness. It was from 2002. It had Anna Paquin, who's in True Blood now, the you know the oh, main the girl in True Blood. Yeah, yeah. And our, and it actually had Lena Olin. Now Lena Olin, okay. Now if I were ever to get into Ooh. the whole cougar deal, Lena Olin would be the chick I'm into. Have you ever seen the Ninth Gate, dude? Have you ever seen no, the night? I have not. Oh my gosh, dude. Dude, you just hurt my feelings. Like, seriously. I'm sorry, man, but I've never seen it. It's an amazing movie. I love the Ninth Gate. She's in it. She's actually in uh, The Darkness, but I digress. You know what? I'm going to get you a copy of that shit. And you're gonna I would love it. to see it because oh my you're gosh. all on, on and on and on about it's it. It's my favorite movie, I think, ever, ever, ever. All right. Wow. Um, plus, Johnny Depp is dreamy. Why do I get the feeling I'm not going to like it? I don't know why, but it's because like you're an ninth asshole. Gate, ninth is that Ninth Gate? Ninth I gate. I love the Ninth Gate, dude. Oh, I can't. In fact, I probably watched. The, I probably watched the Ninth Gate three times this year. And what wow, is it, what is it? June 9th or something like that. So it's like, I mean, three times. You know, that's I don't know. I haven't watched any other movies that many. Do you times. watch it because it's a good movie, or is it because uh, Orlean? Uh, no, I watch it because it's a great movie, dude. All right. And I, you know, usually I put it on the background because I could probably quote it to you from start to finish and whatnot. Okay, but I love. Give that me movie. one good quote. Oh man, there's so many good quotes. Oh. There, there's, listen, dude, I'm, here's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Next week, I'm gonna yes. bring you a DVD of the Roundhouse tapes, and I'm gonna bring you a DVD of the Ninth Gate. And okay. so, and, and here's your homework assignment. I know that we have right. to watch a lot of movies for this shit. And yes, whatnot. we do. And, uh, but you need to watch that shit. Okay. I and will. you need to report to, all the listeners and okay. whatnot, and you need to tell them what you Easy. think. Anyhow, uh, this movie starred, um, let's see, oh my gosh, I got a ton of stuff. Jonathan Melor as Dr. Owen, Oscar Sanchez Zafra as Jefe, uh, or the boss or chief. Um, and we also get, um, a couple of people from the first one. Yeah. Uh, most notably Manuela Velasco playing, reprising her role as Angela Vidal. 
who, by the way, is not ugly. Shall way sh- better than that horse face girl from Quarantine. Well, what did Richard say? Richard Thawley said it was uh, stroke face or something, which oh. is really totally rude, but it's hilarious. She's ugly and she can't act worth the shit. That's why you put him in like, what was Listen, that movie called? I liked the her in Dexter, dude. Exorcism from I Mama's House. I think she house. did a good job in Exorcism. Exorcist, what was it? That's because she's got Emily a horse Rose? face. And she does. They, they and she's ha- like a, what do you call those guys that can really bend like a contortionist? That's, when you don't have to say words she's fine yeah, when she's like oh my god i'm gonna play basketball with the, the, uh, oh, the firehouse yeah. it's horrible right she's a horrible human being angela vidal though hot. hot as hell anyway so okay so let, let's do it let's do a, a quick a very quick um reminder of what rec to, what what rec was all about right basically we have a building a department building with a bunch of tenants in there uh we have angela vidal going in she she's actually some kind of a news shitty ass news tv show late night while like, you're sleeping exactly while you're sleeping and, and basically she's doing a show about the uh firehouse you know and, and the firemen and what they do at night and whatnot and so basically she goes into this she goes on a call with them and she goes into this apartment complex where um, there was a lady who was said to be freaking out and, uh, turns out she is a crazy demonic zombie. Yeah. And, you know, we basically, what, what, and here, here comes the spoilers. It turns out that everybody in there, that there, there's a quote unquote virus that's going around. However, it's not just a regular virus. It's a satanic virus yeah. where, um, you know, there's a guy in the penthouse of this building who is a pre or not a preacher, like a like a minister. Or what what do you call those Catholic guys? Like a priest or whatever. Yeah, priest who's, who's um, you know, who's who's trying. He's actually a priest and maybe some kind of a biologist or something like that. Towards the end of the movie, they go up to the penthouse. They find all the this this stuff pasted against the wall. You got pictures of of a, a, a certain young lady who is thought to be possessed by a demon. You got the Aunt Jemima, or I mean the, the, the <laughs> blood, the, uh, the Virgin Mary. <laughs> Sorry. You got the Virgin Mary paintings <laughs> sure. and all that. You've got press clippings. Oh yeah. You've got newspaper ads. You got pictures of weird shit. And, it, and it's all about, it's all about this one young woman who is said to be possessed. And since this, since this priest is actually like some kind of a biologist as well, he's trying to, um, um, for some reason isolate the, the enzyme that actually allows these people to be, um, possessed. So it's kind of a biology slash exorcist type of deal and had me hooked oh dude i i freaking love wreck i mean and there's some scary shit at the yeah. end in my opinion one of the scariest movies that i've seen in the last 20 years yeah. seriously i mean a lot of a lot of horror movies i i watch i loved and i i think they're fun as shit but this is one of the ones that really actually got me got me that like scared feeling in my gut you know right and anyhow so in essence what happens at the end of wreck is we find that there is this creepy as shit skinny uh beastly oh it, it's even hard to describe she has a hammer and she's awesome oh my gosh. it's awesome it's scary oh my gosh people if you haven't seen rick go if see you're rick. talking if you're talking i mean like pitch black oh yeah and they can only see through the night vision on a camera night vision a, and you see this, this is a found footage you, deal you see this figure that's looks mm. tall as shit yep 
wearing like these filthy underwear, and yep. that's it. Yep. And it's got a hammer, and it's just kind of dragging around through the place. It's like, oh, uh, my it, God. And the thing is, is it is horrifying yeah. what happens. It is, And we also see uh, some scary, crazy, demonic kid up in like the rafters, up in the ductwork and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's scary as shit. Go watch Wreck if you haven't seen Wreck. Anyway, so... Um, basically how it ends is we have this Angela Vidal who, you know, who basically gets dragged off into the darkness and that's the last we see from her roll credits on rec one. Yeah. So off to reg two, we have the same situation and you know, to me, they did a great job of making this seem like this was filmed immediately after, but it wasn't, you know, and it was, you know, I'm not one to sit here and nitpick movies and stuff like that. So a lot of like inconsistencies and stuff like that usually just kind of wash over me. However, this one, I I could not see any inconsistencies. Basically, what's going on? Totally agree with that. It starts in Rec 2. We have this kind of SWAT, whatever it is in, in Spain. You know, yeah. we have this SWAT team. They all have um, uh, helmet-mounted cameras, you know, and they're going in, and they're going to basically try to clean out this this whole problem that's going on. And, you know, in the beginning of the movie, we have these guys in the van, they're headed to the place and they have recreated this whole situation from the outside, which we didn't see in wreck. You know, I mean, we just kind of saw it from the inside. However, we're getting this uh, perspective from the outside. They're showing up. They're going to go in there and they're going to try to clean this shit out. Anyhow, uh, and by the way, it's kind of cool because we get these uh, SWAT guys who kind of have a heads up display because they're cameras and stuff and they have the guns. So we check in. Oh, and it's cool because, I mean, for anybody who's played a first-person shooter video yeah. game, there was, I mean, you, you know, you run around, you see your gun and stuff like that. Yeah. There, it, it really reminded me of I like the pop-up. Like, you could see what was going on. Absolutely. But where's uh, where's uh, Rosso at? You know? Uh, like, yeah. Bling. And there you oh, go. I'm it's up. Like, oh, my God. He's getting hammered, too. <laughs> Well, okay, so there you go. You got this SWAT team, and you got the guy that they call the Doctor Who. Um, I mentioned was uh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I Ministry of Health. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, that's what I was saying. He was from, priest, he's doctor. from the Ministry of Health, and uh, just like you said, he it turns out that he's kind of a priest. Not just kind of a, he is actually a priest. Um, they've got this mission. These SWAT guys go in thinking they just have to clean it out. However, there's something more to this whole deal that they don't know of until they're in, in, in the shit. Um, they're going around. They're, you know, we, we've got the same type of crazy zombie-esque um, folks, we even actually see a lot of the zombies from the first movie in this. Yeah, like the mama. Yeah. Or whatever. The, the, She's like, what? I thought they killed her really good oh, in the first yeah, one. Dude. And it was like, no, there she is nope, for the she, next one. And it's funny because we get in there. We have this SWAT team. They're going around. We get a little bit of a, uh, you know, just kind of an exposition where they're kind of figuring out what's going on. It, there's one point where one of the SWAT guys gets bit or gets taken over and he actually turned it into one of these things. Yeah. However, what happens is that this guy that we think is from the Ministry of Health, Shoves this guy into a room, shuts the door, and pins a rosary on the door. Yeah. And the guy is stuck. The, the zombie is stuck in the room. And we see a couple other things where he's kind of like running these religious rites on it. You know, and yeah. it's, and, and, you know, so people are starting like, what the I hell? I love that kind what? of stuff. I do too, this like, satanic shit. It's the good versus evil thing. You know, it's just like he jams this knife in the door and then hangs a rosary on it. Yep, on, absolutely. It's like, and everything quiets down. Like, 
And, and when everything quiets down, people are like, well, what the shit? You know, you seem to know what's going on. What is going on? In fact, one of the things that I noticed is they went um, almost directly up into the penthouse to see what was going on. Yeah. You know, because they knew, it seemed like they knew exactly where to go. I'm like, well, how do these guys know where to go? Well, the answer is, is that this guy's a priest. Yeah. This guy from the, the, the Ministry of Health is actually a priest. He knows what's going on. Basically, what he, he informs them that the, what they thought was going on is not going on. What happens is we need to go in. We need to get a blood sample from patient, quote unquote, patient zero, the girl who was possessed. Tristana Materios. Materios. That's right. And go the in. Creepy oh. hammer bitch. And I'll tell you what, dude, I still to this, even in, she shows up again in, in part two. She has scary, she is scary as shit, dude. Fuck yeah, she is. And, and the thing is, is not only is she scary, but you have like this frenetic, um, listen, I'm not against doing the, uh, the, the found footage, the, you know, the, the helmet, the, the helmet cameras and, sure. you know, but it's done. Not, it's not done the right way a lot of times. However, these two movies, in my opinion, got it. I totally they agree. They did a great job with when, it. When, when, when you're watching one of these found footage or cinema verite or whatever the hell they call it, movies, and you kind of go, well, what the hell are you doing right. there? It takes you out of the movie. This was absolutely just like intense the whole time. Without a doubt. So these guys go up to the penthouse. They're like, okay, well, just so you know, the guy from the, the priest is like, listen, there is a sample of her blood, Medeiros's blood, whatever Medeiros blood, and we need to get it because what we need to do is we need to get that, figure out how to overcome this possession, and we need to get out of here with yeah. it. So what they do is they go up to the penthouse, and apparently there's like a mini fridge in the ductwork. Now, which yeah. is cool because it explains why there was a freaky kid up in the ductwork in the first one because yeah. there was no explanation for that in the first one. You know, which, yeah, that's true. And it, that's and it, true. I didn't think about that. And one of the things that was amazing to me, well, that amazed me was like, okay, so, yeah, these guys were expecting to do a sequel to finish the story. And not only to finish it, there's a Wreck 3 coming up. So, so. But the creepy thing about that whole viaduct or whatever it is, the air duct or uh -huh, whatever they're uh -huh. in, is just that when they hit that latch and it goes. Oh, and, yeah, and it, it swings, down. you see the dust. Yeah. It's like. You know, I'm going to poke my head up in there. It's right. Like, and that was one of the scariest parts yeah. in Wreck 1. Yeah. Now, we, it, it turns out that, that they go up in their Wreck 2 and they actually retrieve. It, it's so funny because we also get to, we find out that there's more kids up there and yeah. why they're there and who they are and whatnot. He goes up and gets the blood. He takes it down. And in, this is one of my, one of my favorite scenes because they come down, they bring the blood. And they're like, okay, well, let's get the, let's get the F out of here, right? Yeah. Well, he's like, no, I gotta test this blood to make sure this is the yeah, right that stuff. That's cool. So he pours a little bit of it into kind of, you know, I don't, I don't know what you call it, kind of a sample dish or yeah, whatever. Yeah, one of those petri dishes. Or exactly. Whatever. Yeah. You know, that's probably what it is. He, and he puts a cross by it. Well, shit, it starts on fire. It the reminded blood, me. like starts to shake and like almost boil. It reminded me of the thing from yeah, 1982. Exactly. Right there. Except for exactly not a heated about. up wire, a cross. Yeah. The problem is, is that the douchebag with the actual, uh, vial of blood was too close because that shit started on fire too. Yeah. And it got hot. So the guy dropped it and it's, and it's, That's, it's gone. It's gone. It's kaput though. Now, the only the only thing that they can do now is actually get a new sample 
from before you go on before you go on i want to talk about okay there's one big freak out i won't talk about that okay you know there's you got there's this demon kid right that comes down into the room right at that part before Uh they get the blood yep and he's doing that weird squat on the floor. Did you see that? <laughs> yes, I did. Absolutely. Dude, that creeped me the shit out. It's because good stuff, dude. I don't know. I I don't know what it is because I mean, there's plenty of scares in between right. all that. Right, right, right. You know, they run into a bunch of shit. But it was that one thing where like they're they're free and the thing's freaking out on him for a little bit, oh, and yeah. then it just stops and sits down and squats and, and I was just like, kind what of the surveys the the dude, you know the situation. And I think they blow his brains out or something, but. I, I mean, I don't know. All I know is that thing was just squatting, and when they got like that clean shot, right. of it, it was like, "What the hell is it doing?" <laughs> it's like, like waiting to do something, or I don't know, man. It's, it's just listen, tuned out. There was a lot of things in this movie that are, you know, are, you're not a sports guy. However, no. Let me let me give you a sports analogy, okay? Okay. I mean, we know that you know you go in, you, you're LeBron James, you score a bunch of points, you get a bunch of blocks, you get a bunch of rebounds. Right. Those that shit shows up on the on the stat sheet, okay? Yeah. But there are things called intangibles, which is good defense, which is understanding, you know, what's going on. This movie not only had great scares, but it had a lot of the intangibles that okay. make movies. Amazing. Okay. I and like I that. think, and I think both of these, both Rec and Rec 2 do this very I well. I agree with that. that. There's a lot of things that you don't, that you don't really identify immediately. Like with Rec, I say, oh, the, the scary part was when the, the hammer lady came out or when the guy yeah. put the camera up in the ductwork and it scared the shit out of me and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's those and that's the shit that goes on the stat sheet. But there's so many intangibles, little, little, yeah. Things that people say or there are ways people react and stuff like that. And that, that is happening throughout both of these movies. Yeah. And, it, and in my opinion, that's what make, well, it's not, it's not what makes it because the scariest shit parts make this move, these movies yeah. for me, yeah. but those help a lot. So anyway, so, so, so basically, um, and I don't want to spoil this movie and we're not going to, you know, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of stuff to go, but. The bottom line is, is these people have to figure out how to get another blood sample from Medeiros, uh, uh Senorita Medeiros, or whatever her name right. is, and they have a hard time finding her. And because she hides in the darkness, let's just say that. Yeah. Now, it was a little bit more far-fetched than the first one, and there's, and I don't think there's any doubt about that. However, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, suspending my belief throughout the whole thing. I don't, I, I, and I think I did a good, I, I think I, it was easy for me to say, okay, well, this is fine because, you know, if it was just a virus thing, that would be one thing. But since this is satanic and stuff, it's like easy for me to say, oh, wow. It's from the light. Yeah, dude. I thought that was fantastic. So, I, so the, basically, I think that that's really all the story I, I, I want to really go through because, I mean, in the end, we do get, uh, like I said, we do get Angela Vidal who comes back, who actually didn't get taken out in the first one. We actually find out what exactly happened at the end of Rec 1, yeah. which wasn't what I assumed happened when I watched Rec 1, you know, for the first time and whatnot. Yeah, you think, whoa, what she, the hell? She, she did. She did. Right. She did. Exactly. But we, you know, obviously just saying that she's around is kind of a spoiler. One one. thing that I did like about Rec 2 that it's like everything that happens to them throughout the movie, everything is leading them back up to that. Absolutely. 
everyone they come in contact with, everything, it's like, what? It, go back up. Dude, go back up. Let go me back upstairs. You know what this reminds me of? And I know that this is kind of a reference to something that most people probably haven't even heard of. There was this Atari. You remember the Atari 2600? Mm-hmm. You know, just the lines and the stick figures and stuff oh, yeah. like that. There was a game on that called Mountain King. Okay. And I don't even remember what you do okay. in the Mountain King, but you run around, but for some reason you always had to go to the very bottom level and right. get, get your shit. And at the very bottom level, at any moment, this giant spider could come oh, out. Nice. And then this, like, I think I remember that. And, and it would scare the balls off me when I was a kid. It reminds me of Wreck and Wreck 2. Yeah. Because except for opposite, whereas you go up to the top, that's where that spider is hanging out. And the second you go up there, I was on edge. When they were in that top penthouse, yeah. I was on edge in any moment. There was something going to come out and scare the balls off me. And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, the priest runs them up the stairs yep. in the beginning and then they hear banging music and everything. So they get out of there and the rest of the movie is like, go back up. Right. Everywhere they turn, it was like, get back <laughs> up there. Go. How exactly. Do we get you know, it's and like, once you're up there, all bets are off, baby. You are not safe. And, and yeah, we, we find really, out. That, oh my gosh. I like we find the out way. A lot of cool stuff. You know, it, it's just like you said with that video game. I mean, I like the way they turned they 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 took these two movies, yep, and they turned it into whatever that evil thing is that is is controlling everything. Yep. it's upstairs. Well, you know what's funny is we actually it, we get a little bit deeper into the mythos of this, and it gets a little bit into um, Exorcist territory because yeah. we find out that all these quote unquote zombies are kind of windows to Medeiros, who is the queen of the zombies type thing. Yeah. The, she, uh, she's the demon. The yeah. demon has taken over her, and we find out that those who are infected with her whatever, with those enzymes, quote-unquote, they are just a vessel for her. I don't know what it is about that. You know, it, it's like when that priest is everywhere he goes where they can grab a hold of something, right. a demon right. or something, and it's just like, hey, priest. Right. You know, it's like, oh, we've been battling for years. I love that. Oh, dude, I love it's it, It's like too. that perfect scene from The Exorcist when she goes, what a good day for an exorcist. Exactly, you know? dude. It's like she sees him come in, and she's like, oh, yeah, you know. People know what's going on, and they're just prepping for it, and you're just like, what the shit I, is going to happen? Dude, I totally like what they did with Wreck. I, I, Absolutely. I, I say buy it, and I, I will buy these, and I can't wait to see the third one. Listen, to me, Wreck number one is a bone saw. Okay, Wreck two it's really, really good. It didn't quite scare me as much as Wreck 1 did. However, I really liked how it kind of built upon that mythos of, uh, you know, the whole satanic stuff, you know. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say on Wreck, I'm given a buy. Okay. And on uh, Wreck 2, I'm giving it a bone saw. Oh, Only okay. for right. the very... And that we will not talk about, but talk I about. just went slab it a do. Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. You know, and, and we actually totally skipped a whole subplot that was going on. There was yeah. another set of kids who happened to make it inside I, I the building. I will say this about, like that. about that whole thing is uh-huh. I thought they did a fantastic job of, of setting you up for those right because you've got the three kids they're doing wacky youtube video or whatever right they get into the building but the guy with the white bag 
Right. That was the that was the here's the time signature right. for how everything happens. Right. So when you see them and they bang and the oh, the thing yeah. is is I watched these two movies in a well like one on one day and one on the next day right. and it was amazing to me that they just kept this one story going and if you think about it, it they're both about an hour and a half just under an hour and a half if you think about it so basically there's three hours of this one movie yeah. I think I could have sat and watched the whole thing and been totally freaked out totally entertained even though the first one kind of has a climax and yeah. you know it, and it, it's I did a I, I did that I watched Wreck and I watched Wreck 2 because you were like hey you need to watch Wreck yeah you, and you Wreck do 2. if you hadn't seen it so I watched them and I was just like and they did that seamlessly and absolutely I, and then later on it was like oh there's quarantine yeah you know quarantine too let's watch them yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and it was like uh, man with that you know i Whatever with the first one, okay? Mm. You did a fairly decent job. I, I didn't the, hate quarantine. I just but the hated second it. one went yeah, way. It off was totally different. I, I think like it was what a I agree. I mean, because if you're talking about if you're let's just talk about cash grabs. Okay. Let's just talk about let's make a trilogy of sure. you know, whatever. <laughs> the Americans went completely off the mark. I, and I can't believe they screwed it up that bad. And my question is is I wonder um, because they just made it. Listen, I don't want to be disparaging, but I mean, how many movies of zombie apocalypses are there? Or zombie outbreaks where all it is is a, a, a simple virus. There's nothing scary about a virus to me. Well, I'm not saying there's. I guess, I guess I'll take that back. It's not that I'm saying there's nothing scary about it, but to me, this satanic type of yeah. deal, uh, like, really gets to me a lot more than just the regular old virus. I type thought of thing. the whole idea of yeah, you're. You, you're, you're, you know, these, these zombies attacked you. You got bit, man. And right. somehow she can get in there or maybe it's another demon. I don't know. Right. Maybe it's a demon, but I like that idea of, no, you're not just infected with some rabies. Right. Exactly. You're infected with demons. I mean, don't get me wrong. Rabies sucks balls. Sure. But that's the extent of it. Rabies yeah. sucks. Okay. Shit. But the thing is, is when you're being controlled by some kind of satanic demon force, and it was, just I like, just adds more to it. And I me. just, I love that interaction between the demons and yep. the priests. Absolutely, and it's fantastic. You know, and, and and like I said, we've actually left quite a bit uh, out of the plot synopsis and, and out of what we're talking about. I mean, there's a lot of really cool little uh, side things, or not, you know, things that happen in there with like the. I mean, if I mentioned voice recognition stuff, and yeah, you know, there's, where there's, there's a lot of stuff to keep you and there's uh, to keep you interested yeah. and to keep you going on this movie. Um, but man, I. Uh, I just, I just thought it was great in how they went in there. It was seamless. There was still the, the aftermath of wreck when they went in and started wreck too. Like they go into the same lobby and they're still and, like, all and sorts there's of the shit. blood and there's Absolutely. the handcuff. Yep. The bitch is gone. Yep. You know, that was handcuffed. It was Absolutely. Like, it was seamless without it. And, and it was like literally, I think the, their, their time meter was like 70 minutes after right. she was dragged yep. off. We're going in to yep. see what the hell's and it, going on. I don't know. I, Seamless. I was I was on board for this man. Yeah. And, you know. And, and listen. I mean, uh, it was a lot like the first one in the fact that it was frenetic. There was a lot of screaming going on. In fact, they did a lot of uh, screaming. They added it in post because, um, you know they they didn't want to drown out like the the dialogue and stuff like that. So that was that. I mean, that was pretty cool. I learned a lot of Spanish swear words. Oh yeah. Which was you know. Shared. No, there was one uh, mierda. 
which is, I think, Mierda. shit or some or something. Um, this, you know, the, the 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 logistical feasibility of this is a little bit sketchy, but it really did not bother me. I really Hell was no. right along with it. You know, um, we we all the questions about the first one were answered in the second one, yeah. which was really which really meant a lot to me because I remember watching the first one thinking, you know, the kid up in the duck were thinking, well, who the shit was that? You yeah. know, well, it's answered here. We figure yeah. out who it is. You and, see and, and photos. You there. see all sorts of stuff when they go back up to investigate that yep. room again. Record everything. Yep. <laughs> it's like you go, oh, wow, there's a oh, yeah. lot of shit going on here that were, was, un, you know, you know and, it, and it's funny because, I mean, I liked Wreck on its own. However, understanding where all kind of like the loose ends are tied up a little bit in this really just kind of hit was, which is like, to me, it was just like, well, okay, they, you know, these guys are dotting their I's and crossing the T's. I like right. it. And see, and that's that's where I get so discouraged with, quarantine and the other one right is that i didn't even know these existed oh really? I didn't, or i didn't realize i i had heard of wreck sure. okay but I, you know for all i know it's a bunch of teens that are on the interweb and they're showing their titties and the, <laughs> i thought is, that's what it was, okay was well i mean i thought <laughs> i thought wreck was like the you know she's on the webcam and there's a demon inside the web oh, or right, whatever right, right, right. um so quarantine is what i knew and when I saw Quarantine 2, I went, what happened to creepy demon right. bitch or whatever it was right. upstairs? Right. And Except for, I think, I think actually Doug Jones played the guy, played the, played the, the, the demon bitch, except for she was just a, um, it was just a. They didn't really show it all that good like they did. I think that, the yeah, but I, I do like one. Doug Jones and I'm almost positive it's his. I'll edit it out if it's, <laughs> if it's not, but I, it just didn't, I mean, it was, like I said, if that was the only one I saw, that would be fine. I just, I just did not. Yeah, it's when but you, you watch it up. that. You you watch Wreck after seeing that, and you realize how short quarantine fell. Yeah, in my opinion. And I thought everything was believable about the people involved and everything else. It, it didn't seem so actory, you know, like oh, muscly. Hey, where the you know? It's right. like, it was like, you know, the people in Wreck and the people in Wreck Two were like real to me no and, and me as well and it's funny because you 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 got a lot of the ones from the first one to reprise their roles and you're just like oh shit there's that yeah. guy with the weird mustache and yeah, the, the, uh, the john waters mustache. exactly yeah. <laughs> um you know and i'll tell you what and i don't want to give anything away but if you weren't afraid of the dark before you will be after this movie yeah dude. you will be <laughs> but yeah anyways, it, 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 it was it was one of those kind of movies too because i caught myself kind of going God, I gotta go to bed. Turn the <laughs> lights out, and I'm just thinking of that big old nasty thing. Oh, with the, the hammer! hammer. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my gosh! Just this the way haunted. that just the way she moved. I'd and... buy that action figure, dude. <laughs> Straight up in a minute. <laughs> That's Todd McFarlane. Get on it. Get on it, dude. You heard it that. here first, dude. No, I I really liked it. Like I said, I'd give the first one a bone saw. This one a buy. Um, it didn't. Like I said, I mean, the story was awesome. It just didn't quite scare me quite as much as the first one. You have a uh, buy than bone saw. So there I've you got go. A buy on wreck and a bone saw. Just, uh, <laughs> I mean, literally, I'm laying the bone saw on the last ten minutes. Oh, it, don't get me wrong. It was it was awesome. I loved it. I bought it. I loved it. It was scary as shit. I'm it gonna think twice like- in the dark from now on i mean 
it was pretty, I mean, for like a sketchy camera running right. around, uh-huh. it was like you're in a haunted house or something. Oh, I yeah. mean, it was literally like you're running up the stairs with them. You know, and we that's how even, comfortable I We felt. didn't even notice the, uh, we didn't even mention the, the fact that that was kind of an old timey, um, you know, architected Spanish, you know, apartment complex or whatever. Yeah. I think that added a lot to it. I mean, it, it seemed kind of cold. It seemed kind of, you know, hi, here you go. Here's, you know, it's all wooden. So you could hear their, their footsteps so much yeah, better and all this stuff. It's just, it, it seemed to me too, like even with what little dialogue there was. Yep. They could set it up pretty simple, like, oh, we didn't lock down the downstairs, right. so it's too late, you know? Right. You didn't have to go through this, you know, showing the shot or, hey, lock the door, you know? Right. You know, it just seemed like it flowed real smooth. It was, once you start these shits, you are in for a ride until yeah. it's over. Yeah, it, it was good. It, the, my, it, also, I, I don't know, I didn't, I think that uh, they could have done without the kids, however... Um, that did allow, um, a father from the first one, a father who was talked about in the first one, who was getting some medicine for the daughter, right. kind of show up and kind yeah. of tell his story a little bit, which was cool. But anyway, man, I, I can't, I can't reckon, uh, recommend these enough, you know, and I'm looking and forward creepy to creepy kids in movies is always a good thing. Oh, without a doubt, dude. Especially like, you know, when he's going for the tube and I, I'm, I'm not going to say anything, but he gets to the, gets right. to the blood sample right. and you're that. It's funny it's because, like, oh my God. It, I thought about that and I'm like, you know, here are all these things in the ductwork and whatnot. And it's like, did people not hear this? Did they just think they had like a rat yeah. problem or some shit? I well, mean, it was, uh, it was Mexico or it was Barcelona. Spanish, yep, Spain. So I was like, there's probably rats in there. <laughs> R-O-U-S's. Them screaming. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, I chalked it up to, it's a penthouse. Nobody gives a yep. shit. Nobody can hear it, but whatever. No, I love this movie. Amazing. Love, love, love it. I mean, I'm more impressed with that stuff than I have been with a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, just like mainstream movies. Yeah, I'm really getting the hang of this subtitle thing, dude. Uh, I I, I dig it, and I... It's been a long time for me to kind of get used to subtitles and whatnot. So, you know, but the thing is, is with this one, it kind of made it a little bit more frenetic. So I'd look up, I'd read, I'd look up, you know, and, you know, I was like actively engaged in the yeah, movie and whatnot. I enjoyed every bit of it. You know what I did for the second episode in a row? I what? forgot to mention the new question of the episode till we're done. <laughs> All right. Anyway, anyway, so, but do you have anything else to talk about? Let, no, let, let's no, mention no, those no, two. No, there no, you go. That's there, it. that's our, that's our take on it, I guess. Um, here's the new question of the episode. Um, horror hosts. Who's your favorite horror host? Why do you think that horror hosts are as popular as they are? Um, it seems like there's been a resurgence of horror hosts as of late. You know, there, there's a, there's a, uh, I don't know. And it just seems like there's been a lot of horror hosts out there starting to work with the independent film community and they're starting to pump their stuff. What do you out. mean by like Captain Oogle Booga Boo? Yeah. Or like Elvira or, oh, or something okay. like that. Uh, who's your favorite and why? You know, oh, I'd be um, curious to hear that. I yeah. don't, I don't even think I, 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 I have two horror hosts that I absolutely love, but of course I will save that till next time. Uh, but I do encourage you all to call in at 206-339-2730. That is 206-339-2730. Or uh, hit us up on the bone phone, the, sne- uh, the speak pipe. 
Speak it, pipe. You know, I've been saying the sneak pipe, but yeah. Gracie's poppy. Well, you say schlong, too. Yeah, schlong. It's schlong. Well, With you know. With a G. It's listen, a hard G, schlong. I like, I like saying Put slong. your schlong in my mouth, what? you I pig. I have never said that, ever. Anyway, all right, so there you go. Call us in. That That's the question of the episode. Let us know what you're thinking. Anyhow, so I guess that's it. Is, is that all you got? That's all I've got, baby. All right, so from the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. See ya. How many people do I have?